Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Do you know what I really hate? Hangnails. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I thought she was going to say gummy bears out of the holiday edition. (laughs) Mm. Well, everybody hates those too, but I specifically hangnails because I have like the hands of like some wizened old man. They're so dry and I always have all these hangnails. It's terrible. They hurt. They hurt. Our listeners care. (laughs) So get manicure for Elaine for Christmas. Does that help? I don't know if that helps. That he needs not to not buy me anything else. <laughs> I don't know if Mary Curse will hang out. I spent $3,000. This week. <laughs> this week. On the Her podcast. nails are going to be nice. <laughs> it's Carly's pick. We're doing Elf. On a shelf. 2003's movie Elf. He's not on a shelf. Mm. But I'm he trying is... to think, is he on a shelf at some point in this movie? <laughs> no, but he's definitely he on was, a lot of people's. A he's, a, he's on a lot of people's DVD shelf. Mm-hmm. Not mine. He is on ours now because it was like $2 more just to order the movie, so I did. Mm. Like the physical movie? The physical movie on Blu-ray. We, it was like three ninety nine to rent it or five ninety nine to buy the Blu-ray. So. We were very <laughs> irritated we had to rent this movie and that it wasn't free on any of the 12 streaming platforms yeah, I know, we have. Right? And at this time of year, you think for sure Elle yeah, is going to be out there. on something. Like, I didn't even check when she brought it up because I was just sure of it. Yeah. And that's no. why. No, well, it is not. So this is the one fucking Christmas movie that's not <laughs> available right now. Uh, there's actually lots of Christmas movies that aren't available. But I just thought it was... Hallmark doesn't like to give... Or no, Lifetime doesn't like to give you that shit unless you pay for their service. I think Hallmark's well, the same way. Well, Lifetime's a cult. So. <laughs> well, I also don't watch and any of those movies. I saw one back 10 years ago, and they just keep being... A Hallmark movie. Christmas movie? Yeah. They're great. No, they're not. They're really great if you just want to not watch anything you have to think about, and that has a happy ending. Was that a Hallmark movie you made me watch? That was a remake of Little Women? No. Oh. But it was bad. Well, Ooh, I, I didn't even want to see that. That looked terrible. The March Sisters. No. Oh, it was Yuck. bad. Yeah. Yuck. It was bad. I mean, I couldn't tell the difference. But yeah, it was bad. Well, I think next year, Jingle All the Way is your movie. I'm down. <laughs> Jingle yeah. All the Way. I, I've never seen I it. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Wow. I don't yeah. know if it's Hallmark or Lifetime, but they're making Neither a one. Um, movie of one of my favorite book series. They don't like him. Mm. And I'm afraid it's going to be really terrible. Mm. But yeah, write that down. Jingle All the Way. That's your movie next year. Sinbad. And there's a toy. I think it's Tickle Me Elmo. I don't know. It's Arnold. Not. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Mm-hmm. All right. The Turbo Man. I've got to get the Turbo Man. Well, Elf is what we're doing <laughs> this year. Uh-huh. And... Got to get the Elf. Tell us about Elf. It was written by David Berenbaum, who also wrote the screenplay for the Spider-Man Chronicles and like three other things, and that's it. Okay. Um, it was directed by John Favreau. Welcome back to the podcast. He was in it too. Yes. Yep. He was also in the replacements. We are starring Will Ferrell. Welcome back to the podcast from the other guys in Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, I forgot about Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I'm writing my notes. And I wrote Stranger Than Fiction and forgot about the other guys. And then I was like, let oh, me just yeah. make sure that they're not in more than one movie. And I was like, oh, we have James Caan, who I am unfamiliar with. Oh, my God. I'm like the only person. <laughs> you don't know James Caan? No, I didn't. Jimmy Caan? He's fantastic. He was great. I know him now. He was great in uh, Mickey Blue Eyes. We should. Everybody's great in Mickey. We should. You should do Mickey Blue Eyes. Mickey. Mickey Blue. 
You should do that movie. It's great. You know is how that much Hugh I Grant love. Actor? I no, I don't know. Can you check? The you know how much I love Hugh Grant. I know that's why I'm surprised <laughs> you haven't done it yet. <laughs> I have science fiction fan. Well, I guess the fantasy that Hugh Grant could be an Italian mobster <laughs> and might qualify. Might be science fiction as well. But oh man, he he did this Romance TV show comedy. called Las Vegas that John loved. We have it on DVD. Like we own the series on DVD. Back when that was a thing? No, you didn't. Emily. There was a time when you owned <laughs> so movies. Like, he didn't do the last season. The last season was Tom Selleck, and it was terrible. It was... Mm. Dog trash. Which and is I a shame, because Tom Selleck is great. Yeah, he is. He just wasn't in that. Oh. I don't know. The character they had him playing didn't really fit him. Like, it, it, okay. didn't, it didn't fit his character, and wasn't he wasn't comfortable in his skin in that role. Mm. No, no, right. focus on his excellent mustache. He didn't have a mustache, and I think that's why... Yeah. Like they made, he shaved oh. his mustache for it. And first of all, he lost he did, his powers. Right, <laughs> he didn't look right. So then he shaved it, and the next series he did was Blue Bloods. Guess what he has? Mustache. mustache. Guess what's still running? <laughs> yeah, he's great in that. I don't like that show very much, but it's it's good. It's not for me, but it's good. Right. All right, we have Mary Steen Virgin. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast from Life Is a House and Book Club. She's another one. I looked at her IMDb and I was like, oh, there's two. I, I love Mary Stevenson. <laughs> you forgot we did book club. Let's be serious. No one forgets Life is a House. You should go listen to our episode about Life is a House. <laughs> it is entertaining. We have you ever Jack off in a coat closet? <laughs> Zoe De Chanel, who's not a Welcome Back to the Podcast, but I know her from New Girl. Lots of, like, she's, she's been in a lot of stuff. She always um, plays the same character, too. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's Girl. like um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, who only plays Deadpool now? Because mm-hmm. I was watching the movie last night. I fell asleep and I want to finish it, but it's new on Netflix. Like it's a new movie, and he's just being Deadpool. <laughs> Did you see his Samsung commercial? Mm-mm. Yeah, I think it's Samsung. He's like, you should pick up the new Samsung blink a blog uh, TV. And oh, then and the, the, the gym. Aviator Gin he's commercial like, comes oh, on. Oh, had that get there? <laughs> he's like, oh, had that get there? I think Samsung people might be pissed about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel, <clears throat> sorry, Daniel Tay plays the brother Michael, but. He seems to have quit acting right around when he turned 18. He hasn't had an acting credit since 2009. You might have made his money. He's like, I'm good. Good for him. We have Faison Love, who's welcome back to the podcast. Mm. Also from The Replacements. Love him. I do, too. I saw him. I was like, ooh. I'm a son of a bitch. I'm a son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> he should get more acting roles. I wish he, I wish they put him more towards the forefront. He's kind of like Michael Pena. When you see him in the background of a movie, you're like, oh, his character's going to be great. <laughs> and you just wish they would just... Do more with you know what I was sad he didn't have in this movie? His da da You know, da-da-da-da! <laughs> These are and, not concealers. We should watch the replacements again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. And, it's good. Put Amy, it in rotation. Amy Sedaris is a welcome back to the podcast as well. She was, uh, what's her name's mom in Jennifer's, Jennifer's Body. Body. Who is she playing this Needy. one? Needy's mom. She is the secretary. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael Lerner, welcome back to the podcast. Mayor Ebert from Godzilla, Mr. Greenway. <laughs> yeah. And then I also wrote that we have brief appearances with Peter Dinklage and Andy Richter. I forgot and Peter Dinklage was in this. And when he was on the phone, I'm like, whose voice is that? Yeah. <laughs> who, I know who that is. Who the fuck is that? And That's what he does. He drinks and he knows things. The great Bob Newhart and Ed Asner, also in this movie. Bob oh. Newhart. He was in the Bob Newhart show. I really like Ed Asner. Which I'm good thing he was. It was really weird. Love him. <laughs> He's been in a lot of Hallmark Eve style TV yeah. movies. Although He's it would be really his good. style and he plays comedy Santa to quite not often. be on the bottom. He's a great He's still acting. He's like 90. <laughs> yeah, well, way to go, Ed Asner. Yeah. And Bob Newhart. Way to go, Bob Newhart. Well, I think, mm-hmm. die. But. Is it because Will Ferrell sat on his lap and crushed him to death? 
You know that was like CGI, right? <laughs> it's just not funny, though. It's not. It wasn't funny. It's upsetting to look at. Like spaghetti and maple syrup. Whoa. <laughs> I thought. All right. We're, our budget is estimated at $33 million. And we, in the U.S., we grossed 174, just wow. under 174. Worldwide, 220. So we made a couple shekels. Yeah. They were going to make a second one, and they offered Will Ferrell $29 million to do it. He said Which, no. considering the budget <laughs> for the first one was 33, that's a lot of money. He but like, he said no. He I didn't make enough residuals it. every Christmas off of the first one. I'm good. Also, he was sick the whole filming because he had to eat so much sugar. And he vomited the first time he ate that. Spaghetti, spaghetti maple syrup dish. Uh, but he had to eat so much sugar that he just had headaches the whole time they were filming. And it was think they could just give him something else that looks like syrup. Or they could just sugar. let him spit it out yeah. <laughs> when the camera cut away. Or All right, I have two reviews. The first one is Marianne Johansson said, Like a tacky Walmart sweatshirt bedecked with sequin snowmen, Elf is a Christmas tchotchke. Mm. She did not like it. Mm. Dennis King, on the other hand, said, Raise a glass of cheer to Farrell and Favreau. They might not have created a full-scale holiday classic, but they've certainly give us a, given us a fresh, sparkly new bauble to hang on our tree. I think people treat it as a holiday classic. I like the word yeah. bauble. <laughs> it seems to have, for the general public, it seems to have aged well in the Christmas pantheon. Speaking of yeah. baubles, I was watching Batman Returns. Nice. Crystal Walken mentioned it. Expensive baubles. I was like, the way he says that sounds so cool. <laughs> but I, I feel like there haven't Santa been a Claus, whole lot of not. <laughs> great Christmas movies that have come out that everybody loves. No. I think it's probably an age like thing. Just Friends? It's like a 25-year-old, you know. There wasn't a lot of Christmas movies that came out that were like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're of a certain age, it's probably your Christmas movie. Like The Grinch, or you know. Yeah, or like my mom with a Christmas story. We have to watch it every Christmas. I love a Christmas story. (laughs) Could you hand me my hand cream, baby? Yeah. That's not hand cream, that's a can. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, does that look like hand cream to you? Exactly like hand cream to me. (laughs) It's a jar with a screw on it. It's a mason jar with this white substance that comes all the way to the top. looks like cream that says hand cream on it. That Well, no, it says marshmallow fireside, but that was facing the other way. <laughs> it would be a great hand cream. It's a Bath & Body Works single wick candle. You'd like your hands like, like that, right? Like every woman on the universe knows no, what one actually, of those looks like. But <laughs> what? Hand cream? I'm very sensitive to scents, so I've had if my that. hands smell like that, it would be so distracting to me. <laughs> Yeah, Carly is very sensitive. Every time I put my hand in my face, I'd be like, what is that? <laughs> this, is, this is the Soap and Glory hand food, which it's rose and bergamot. It's this not terrible. This is brought to you by Laneige, no. hand food. I like that one. I also have a Bath hey, & Body Works gingerbread. This is not. Um, <laughs> hand cream, and that is, shit is strong. Uh, this is not. Shut up. Cosmetics this is, exactly. <laughs> Look, they might want to be thinking about buying some hand cream. And do not get the Bath and Body Works gingerbread. You don't want your hands to smell like that. And the dog follows me around. Because <laughs> he thinks I'm going to give him a cookie. The range. That's hilarious. Okay. What did you think going in a lane? Don't um, you know I thought, oh, well, I haven't seen Alf in a really long time. Someone started eating Let's see if I like this. All right. What about you, Tony? I was like, man, I haven't seen Alf in a long time. <laughs> um, let's watch it. Okay, John. I thought, wow, I have not seen this movie. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. It's one of the movies that. Stop been, asking this question. If it came on TV, I'd probably ride out a half hour of it or an hour, you know, depending on where it was. But I, I a don't lot see of the reviewers complained about the end, so they're like, we would watch it until Santa shows up. 
and then turn it off. Yeah, the ending it gets a little too fantastic, a little too fast for me. They were, you could tell the writers were like, I don't know how to end this. Yeah. I thought the original, one of the original reasons we started the podcast was for me to watch movies everybody had seen. I haven't seen this and everybody else has. This would have been a good TV show because then it doesn't have to happen. I do want to point out that Carly said she picked this because people are always telling her that she should watch this movie. None of those people are sitting at this table. (laughs) That's true. Because I would never tell Carly she should watch this movie. I would tell her to watch it if she's she's never seen it. She doesn't like Will Ferrell. (laughs) She doesn't like Will Ferrell. And of all the Christmas movies... Even though she picked the movie, this is her second Will Ferrell movie that she's picked. For someone who doesn't like Will Ferrell, she does a lot of picking of them. I, like, so I, I really liked him in Stranger Than Fiction. I How many uh, Michelle Rodriguez pictures have you picked? Hmm? How many Michelle Rodriguez pictures have you picked? I never that would be a zero. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate him with the fiery passion of a thousand suns the way she hates Michelle Rodriguez. How many Shannon Sossman pictures have you picked? <laughs> I'm afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked two. <laughs> Anyways... Anyways, the movie opens with a storybook and Bob Newhart. I wrote freaking Bob Newhart. I was like, what does that say? (laughs) Why did you say freaking as if it was bad? No, I was like, it's freaking Bob Newhart in my head. Oh, yeah. With excitement. Yeah. He is I thought Papa she was like, Elf. Freaking Bob Newhart. No, I was no, excited. Freaking Bob Newhart. You really need to. Actually, if she didn't like him, it should be it'd be more like, oh, God, it's fucking Bob Newhart. <laughs> but nobody feels that way about Bob Newhart. Right, because who hates Bob Newhart? Nobody. And he's giving Every us a little background <laughs> about elves. They love to tell stories, and they can only have one of three jobs: overnight shoemaking. Terrible. Making cookies in a tree. Terrible. Or making cookies in a tree is a great job. Really? The one that everybody wants. The Keebler coveted elf. elf position. Santa's workshop. I don't know. The Keebler elf danger, I feel like it's a better job. <laughs> That's what I'm singing. Like, they always have cookies. Like, Although it oh, seems like work for Santa's Santa. workshop. It could be cookies and, like, But Santa's workshop looks like slave labor. Who's yeah. making those cookies? The tree elves. <laughs> um, first of all, you have to make a thousand Etch-A-Sketches a day. That's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's a slave shop. That, I'd rather be a people around. <laughs> well, they well, to, we they don't might have to make 5,000 We don't know their today. cookie quota. We don't. But, but how much work goes into making a cookie, really? Exactly. That Compared and to an Etch-A-Sketch. You have to let the cookies bake. Yeah. I don't you know. It seems no fairly simple to make an Etch-A-Sketch. You sprinkle a scoop of sand in, and then you press the top down onto the bottom, and clunk, 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 Yeah, but then you got to reload it. Cookies are baking. Depends. Do you have to hand mix? Or do you have a big giant mixer? Let's be honest. Because if you're making thousands of cookies a day and you have to go, yeah. <laughs> I say it to an automatic mixer. Do you know how you know? Because elves don't have arms like tree trunks. <laughs> True death. Well, we didn't really get a good look at the cookie elves. No, because they were fleeing from the fiery tree. All right. So elves are perfect for the workshop because they're cheerful, nimble, and have active minds. They tried trolls and gnomes. Didn't work out. Gnomes drink too much, and trolls aren't potty aren't trained. Potty, aren't potty trained. Which means they Why? can't be potty trained. Why would you even want like gnomes? I get trolls. But see here, if you trolls, looked, that troll wasn't ever even gonna make an etch a sketch. It didn't look like it had dexterity or dexterous dexterity. fingers. You know what? They missed the boat on another uh, mystical creature, orcs. Mm. Orcs would have made a hell of an etch. They're violent though. Well, don't piss. That would have been funnier. Orcs are too violent. We tried orcs, but they killed each other. <laughs> Goblins? 
goblins would have been good. They tinker. Mm-hmm. They do like to tinker. But goblins don't like to give things away. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing. She's that would dragons. be a problem. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think anybody's paying those elves in anything other than candy. I mean, they don't seem to have any living expenses, so um, that's nice. Which means they're and slaves. And they live in a happy, happy place. Really? They're still slaves. I, I understand that. <laughs> Very <Santa>. happy. <laughs> well, they might not be slaves, though. They might be like, hey, you want to leave? Go ahead. Ice a thousand miles in every direction. Good luck. Adventurous <laughs> servants. And you have to get through the candy cane forest and the gumdrop river. Which <laughs> everyone's not that hard. out there. Narwhals. John Favreau was the voice of the narwhal. Huh. And the doctor. His mama's damn proud of him. <laughs> Probably, actually. Yeah. Not for that. Not everybody gets to be a unicorn. After that Iron Man thing hit you. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, until so 30 <laughs> years ago, no human had ever set foot in the workshop. And that is where our story begins. Santa goes to an orphanage, drops his pack, walks to the table with the milk and cookies. A baby is in the orphanage, sees a stuffed animal in the pack, and goes into the pack. Santa doesn't notice. Santa kidnapped him. <laughs> then he gets back to the shop, and everybody's like, Woohoo, great Christmas. Let's get started on next year's. And they and see a baby. And baby crawls out. And they know exactly where the I baby was, came that's from. That's what I said. <laughs> Must have got it from the orphanage. Really? Sherlock, how did you deduce that? <laughs> and also, there's got to be more than one orphanage. <laughs> anyway, they know exactly where it came from. It makes me wonder if this has happened before. Well, they How many orphanage babies has Santa accidentally brought home and usually takes them back, but this time this one elf is like, no, let's keep it like it was a stray cat. Maybe Santa's looking for retirement. And you know, nothing good happens when a little person finds a daikini baby and keeps it. Actually, so, plenty of good things happen. Willow episode. Yeah, go back and listen to our... I was just trying to get babies the, while you're Willow taking Willow episode. TV. Yeah. I wanted to plug our podcast. Mm. Willow, you know? Like you do usually do with Harley Davidson and the Marvel Man. Oh, really? That's a good movie. Have a, have a, <laughs> All right, so in that one. Papa Elf is going to raise the baby. But there's babes. Who they oh. name Buddy because his diapers are Buddy brand, I suppose. It's just like Buddy diaper or something on this. Little Buddy. Little Buddy diaper. So they say his name is Buddy. I, do elves have their names embroidered on their underpants? They use uh, Back to the Future log- logic. Mm-hmm. Calvin. Calvin Klein? It's all over your underwear. Why do you keep calling me Calvin? <laughs> <laughs> So he grows much bigger than the other kids. But otherwise, he fits right in as a child. And uh, eventually, when he grows up, Papa Elf enlists him to help with the sleigh. It used to run just on Christmas cheer alone. But in the years, over the years, people believe less and less, and there's less Christmas cheer. And now they have to have an engine. In the 60s, they installed an engine. Damn Do you hippies. think. Okay. Goddamn hippies. So. Uh, In all these movies where Santa is real but people don't believe, do you think that he actually brings presents to the houses with the parents that think they're buying all the gifts and we're somehow (laughs) magically brainwashed to think that we bought that? It doesn't make any sense. I will say... That math doesn't check out because I'd be like, did you buy that? No. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. The parents don't believe, but the kids actually do believe. And they write the letter to Santa and there's always these kids that have parents that think they're buying all the gifts that Santa knows about and they're on the nice list. So is Santa like secretly influence us to buy the presents? Miracle on 34th Street. There's a movie. Or, <laughs> the original. or does he really come and drop off the present they really Gimbles want and we it. just are somehow mesmerized by Santa magic into thinking we bought it? Also, Santa getting past Chael. 
Not oh, happening. Yeah. A Rottweiler. Uh, I don't know. I think Santa, unlike mailmen, have special dog magic. They the have dog to. treats they put out. Yeah. He's got a pocket full of dog treats. Yeah. But I will say there have been plenty of Christmas morning at my parents' house where we'll open a present and my mom will be like, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> or we went over to my parents' house the other night. My mom gave Tony a present she bought him last year and forgot to give him. <laughs> she should have just waited a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Why did she just wait? We went with the theme It was the Christmas night. ornaments and we were decorating their trees. Yeah. Oh, here, Tony. Merry Christmas. 2017. She got, she got Merry me. last Christmas. Yeah. What? British ornaments for my grandma. Oh, That's nice. That's a really Which good gift. Which he hung really on their trees because good. we can't hang ornaments on our tree. Because you don't have trees. Which is why I didn't get you an ornament this year, which <laughs> made me kind of sad. Tony's Christmas present still doesn't come. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get concerned. Maybe a, a Deadpool debacle. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that Deadpool thing. It came four months too late. <laughs> <laughs> I have to save it for your birthday. So at work, though, grown-up buddy struggles because he's different. He's Mm -hmm. too slow at toy making, and uh, he's sent to toy testing where the special elves go. There Mm -hmm. didn't seem to be any other elves in there, though. I wanted to see (laughs) one special elf. I'm pretty sure that this is not a real job because he was just opening jack-in-the-boxes and, like, checking that they work, and they probably check that as they make them. Probably. I don't know. That's something to keep them Look, yeah. every major factory factory has quality control. I'm sure that elves are more efficient than having, you know, they probably, this is just a, hey, just give him something to do. He'll feel special. Which is why I wanted to see the other special elves. Which is why they said, no, buddy, you're good. Like, they're supportive. They're, 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 they're very they're nice. They're the best crowd to be They're the boosters, okay? Around. They're not trying to, because even the, the boss guy was like, how many did you make, buddy? 85? That's okay, buddy. You're only a little bit off your pace. He was 985 <laughs> off his face, and that boss wasn't mad at all. Elves are boosters. Yeah. But I thought you could see some of the elves are, like, carrying presents and, like, bags. I was like, why don't you have him do that? He can carry more than you, I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> they're not trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> Work this but, out too much. Well, they did tell him he had special talents, like changing the battery and the smoke detectors. Yeah. Also, somebody's building buildings and stuff. Like, there were jobs they could give him. He didn't have to make toys. He would be jobs. an excellent roofer because mm-hmm. he can just touch their... Like, <laughs> like, if they had a loose shingle, he could fix it so easy because he just touches it. Anywho, anywho. So, he is miserable testing the jack-in-the-boxes because they scare him every time. Bitch. And he overs, overhears a conversation between Ming-Ming and Foom-Foom. Where he learns that the other elves are working double shifts to make up for how slow he is. And he's not an elf. He's they, a human. Do they leave Christmas decorations up all year round at Santa's house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're Probably. not decorations. They're just decorate. Yeah, they're just, they're just art. <laughs> no, no. They're still decorations. It's just regular decor. Mm. Like the shit we have on our table all year round? Those aren't decorations. That's just shit. No, it's <laughs> decor. The shit we have on our table it's is yours, just it's shit. Stuff. It's not there intentionally. <laughs> Move your shit. Grab my stuff. See how that works? Uh, I kind of so, want a story where Santa comes on accidentally on Halloween or something and fucks her. He's scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reviews I read for this movie said, Tweak it a little, it's a horror movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, you fucking frosty. He, they talk up. about how... Hopefully he won't realize that he's a human. He hasn't realized it yet. He's not gonna. He's yeah, thirty he's years old. The sharpest knife. And yeah. he hears them and is like, "Holy shit, I'm not an elf." <laughs> but how many times have you asked your elf dad, Papa, Papa. Elf, mm-hmm. 
How old? Why am I so much bigger? <laughs> like, he's not 12. He's not even 22. He's 30. <laughs> you would have told him by now. It's a very Loki uh, of Asgard situation. I mean, I know they had to make him 30 because it's Will fucking Ferrell. And they couldn't say that he was 20 because he's obviously not 20. And Loki's badass and Will Ferrell's not. But it's just dumb. But uh, he has this, you know, he has flashbacks of the elf shoes being too small and he's so much bigger than everybody else. And he realizes that he's definitely not an elf. And he runs home. Santa's not an elf either, though. And he hides in the bathroom. But they do say that Buddy's the only human that's ever right. set foot in Santa's workshop. So what the fuck is Santa? And where's Mrs. Santa? He's a fairy. He does talk about no, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> but they, they have clothes, so can he wear some of Santa's shoes or something? Like, Santa is sound like it's no, impossible. Santa's but king elf. What is Santa? <laughs> king elf. But I don't think he's well, the actually, same species. You know what? Wasn't he like a was it, uh, well, Santa's century a, saint? <laughs> Santa's like a curse, though, right? Isn't that... How it worked in Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Better movie. If you die you, and you put on the suit, now you're Santa. Yeah. You're like, oh, I didn't want to be Santa. I love that movie. It's a curse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, if you ever hear a, a, a clatter, mm. a rose such a clatter, you should watch out. I'd so really go. like. Go. I'd like a dark drama. <laughs> Let somebody about else Santa. deal with that fucking nonsense. <laughs> I would watch like a dark drama about Santa. How upset would you be if one day I come home and I'm like fat and stuff? Be like, so I put this suit on, and now I'm stuck being fucking Santa for the rest of my life. And we have to move to the North Pole. And by the way, I love snow. You love snow that much? I love. Like, how pissed off would you be? Will the polar bears try to eat me? Yes. Well. And penguins bite. Being, now, being Mrs. If, Claus, you could just sit around and read all day. If you're, <laughs> that is true. If you're cookies. Santa and Mrs. Claus, then I think there's enough deal. magic that you're not going to get eaten by polar bears. I don't know. Because you have to, you have on to accept that this is oh, a magical universe. It depends on... Elves, so. It actually depends on the elves. Like Legolas. Are they like... Wouldn't let any fucking polar bears. <laughs> John would not let me hang out with Legolas. No. Because <laughs> now I have a... Like, I just keep being a fat guy with this long beard. And you're not hanging out with Legolas. <laughs> I'm just saying, but it actually depends on the elves. Do the elves look like little children? I'm not into that. I don't want that in my life. I don't want to be surrounded by happy children every day of my life. <laughs> but if they're more like the elves from this movie that are actual, like, people. Oh, I just had a great idea for only a They're just small. Movie. They're just small? Same premise. That I could the do. suit on, and you go, and you ha- you're stuck being Santa. But being with little fucking kids, elves all day long drives you crazy, and you murder all of them. Yeesh. All right, so we're plotting other movies here. Let's get back to this one. Silent Night, Santa's Night. He hides in the bathroom. Silent Night, I'm pretty sure, is a horror movie. Silent Night, Deadly Night is, but this is Silent Night, Santa's Night. Because Black Christmas has already been done twice. There's also a movie out there called Santa's Slay, S-L-A-Y. Yeah, I know. Um, anywho. Which is why I wouldn't want a horror movie. I want like a dark, disturbing drama about the enslavement of the elves and the curse of Santa. He yeah, hides in the bathroom from all this. <laughs> <laughs> and Papa Elf yes, comes. Does. Yes. And he's like, all right, I think we have to have a talk. And then we cut to them talking. And Will Ferrell is sitting on Bob Newhart's tiny elf lap. And it is weird. And the, el- the some of the shots where they're next to each other, the size difference is apparent, but it's not, like, extreme. But in these shots where Bob Newhart is sitting and Will Ferrell is sitting on him, he looks like he's ten times his size. He is a giant. It's he looks amazing. like the fucking house on top of the Witch Who Witch of the West. <laughs> so he tells him that 
he is a human, and he was, um, his mom died shortly after he was born. He was put up for adoption. His father doesn't know he exists. He lives in New York City and works at the Empire State. And how would Bob Newell know this? They did all this research. And he got the picture. Where the fuck did he get it from? Did he have it? They obviously did a bunch of research to find out where this baby came from and what his real name is to see if they actually had to return this baby. And they probably have his actual birth certificate where it says his real fucking name, not Buddy the Diaper name. (laughs) Buddy the Diaper name. (laughs) Where he's really like Cliff or Timothy. Cliff. Or Walter Jr. Or Marvin. Ooh, or Frederick. Ooh, Fred. Legolas. I doubt it. <laughs> well, that's an elf name. Oh. Yeah. Not in this world. Or Ming Peter. Ming Foom Foom. <laughs> or Trevor. Or Ringo. Or William. Christina. Ringo. Definitely All right, so buddy. anyway, they did a bunch of research. Right. So we've just settled on Christina. He gets a picture of his parents and... Uh, and he runs outside because he's got to get some air. This is a lot for him to handle in one day. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of running erratically. He runs past his friends and who are snow creatures based off of the 1964 <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't remember there being a puffin in that. Just doesn't, saying. Doesn't matter. And I love how they used all the stuff from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I read this in the trivia. They messed up their copyright stuff. They did something wrong. So they just jacked it. They're like, oh, you messed up your paperwork. Sucks to be you. We're using all your stuff. <laughs> it's like it's open source, like Robin Hood or whatever. It's like, oh, you messed up your copyright, so we're going to steal your stuff. That's messed up. They should sue the balls off of Elf, but evidently they can't. They can't right? because yeah. they messed up their shit. This is why it's important to do proper paperwork, people. Mm-hmm. That's why it's actually important. See, that's just a bullshit loophole. So? Well, there's a lot of that. How, how come Disney still owns Mickey Mouse after 100 years? So he talks to his friend Leon, who's like, of course you're not an elf. I mean, you're over six feet tall. Well, how, how did you not know you're not an elf? He's like, you're 6'3", weigh 500 pounds. What the fuck's wrong? Because <laughs> I got no formal education. <laughs> and he's like, um, he's like, my dad lives in a magical place. He's like, I've been all around the world. And, uh, and this is your opportunity to find out who you really are. Leon lies because he's a snowman. <laughs> Don't listen snowman to snowmen, lie. they lie. And kill. Oh. <laughs> Watch out for snowmen. They're cold hearted. <laughs> if I ever see a snowman that comes to life, you kill that fucking thing. Okay? Sorry. Annie Freeze. Or Michael Keaton. Annie Freeze and bananas. Don't waste Look, time. That Michael Go right Keaton to it. snowman was a ghost. Well. It was a, like the undead zombie snowman. You definitely should die. All right, so uh, Buddy Carl is going to go to New York City and find his dad. All right, meow. Santa gives him some tips for his trip. If you see gum on the street, leave it there. It's not free candy. Oh, <laughs> least favorite scene. John had to hide his face. <laughs> gross. That's so gross. There are like 30 raised pizzas, and they all say they're the original, but there's only one original. It's on 11th. Which I thought on the date he would go to raise pizza, but that is not where he went. Nope. And then signs for peep shows are not about looking at presents. <laughs> Do not follow those signs. Which is, me and John were having this discussion earlier about presents. And I'm like, and I had made a comment about how I don't peek at what he buys me because it's more fun to be surprised on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's a good hider because he hides things much like I hide things. Like the present for John that's currently in the corner of this room under a bathrobe. <laughs> and has been there for like two weeks. How'd you get a Ferrari under that bathroom? <laughs> and then she also used my frequent flyer thing. So I got an email that says, here's your receipt in case you lose yours. 
And then I, I deleted that right away. So then I get another email like a week later that says, hey, we're just checking to make sure you like your purchase. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and it I was in know, the subject line. Like, if, and if I had known that his fucking, that Harbor Freight did that, I would not have they, used they his are, fucking points. They are really good at customer service. <laughs> but then after that, he goes, so when I use your, your rewards thing for Sephora or Kohl's, does that shit happen? And I'm like, well, I know you made a purchase, but I actually have to look at it to see what it is. Which is funny because then she's like, we were at Sephora yesterday, and she goes, you didn't buy me any makeup this year. I'm like, how do you know that? Because like, my point thing hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't, which I don't look so at So Elaine's like, I don't look at what you bought, but what I do is I take the point difference and I deduce what <laughs> I cost infer. Her. Ah, but I know <laughs> So that I know ballpark what like, you got. <laughs> when Carly goes shopping at Kohl's, I also know. Because she uses them, my reward. I always give them her phone number so she gets points because I don't have an account. Oh, that might be illegal. It's not illegal. You can put in anybody's phone number you want. Really? Yes. As long as I'm, I'm not, start randomly putting I'm not benefiting from it. As I'm just giving her points. I know. Elaine's but benefiting on purchasing. As long as I'm not ringing her up, which I can't ring up friends and family, right. then it doesn't matter. Well, I'm, I'm saying is it legit because you're benefiting you can from actually you didn't make. You can actually gift your points to anybody you want. There's a thing on the app where I can just randomly give them to people. Well, Ooh. next time I go to calls, I'm just going to start putting random phone numbers in there and, and happy please day for you. Please use mine and so that I can get more points because it gets me calls cash. <laughs> I just wanted to have fun. Like, Merry Christmas. 8675309. Jenny, you'd give all your points to Jenny. Oh, dude. All right. So, guys, put your shit over seat for a second. Uh oh. All right. Anytime you want to open an account, make that your phone number because people will just put that shit in and you, I bet you at least twice a year you get free stuff. Oh, yeah. Because someone decided, oh, I'll just put in this phone number. <laughs> okay. So, Buddy is excited to meet his dad. They're going to go ice skating. They're going to eat okay. sugar plums. They're going to. Santa's like, oh. What's a sugar plum? There's a plum with sugar on it. I got to tell you something about your dad. He's on the naughty list. And he's like, no. <laughs> your dad is not a good guy. So, um, he's uh, he works in children's book publishing. Of course he does. And we cut to him, and we see him going to take some books back from a nun because they're not making the payments. And she's like, but the children love them. And he's like, I know, and I'm glad to hear because I run focus groups. But you got to pay for them, and you're not paying for them, so I'm taking them back. I'm on his side here. This scene is made to make him look like a dick, but... Um, fuck you. You make it. You make a deal. You gotta pay for it. Okay. Can't just be giving shit away. They said business is closed, but we really love or, them. Be like, or you donate them as a charity, but it's that set up that way in the beginning. Right. You, know? you have to, which would have been fine. And let's be honest, if, if books are going to uh, an orphanage or to the church or whatever, they're donating those books because that's a yeah. hell of a write off. Yeah. Yeah. And if your church is hurting for money, it would be different if they set up the scene right. and said, "But you said you were giving them to us." Yeah, like, yeah, like then he and would have really. You could have like said to the congregation, "This, if you could please donate money because we want to order books for these children, and your congregation gives you money for that, and then you do it." Churches are amazing. That's we want to build another wing. Give me money, and they just do it. Mm-hmm. So, That's why I got to start my first branch of our um, our Sith Lord Church. <laughs> Who was it, Mike? At Jujitsu today, said, "Did you know that there's a Jedi temple?" In we were Norfolk? talking about it on Friday, yeah. and I says, "Yeah, I know somebody who goes there." <laughs> All right. That's when so, the, we decided. Although we're I don't start know if he goes, if You're in? he goes <laughs> to the Jedi temple, but I do know <laughs> someone yes. who is. Because we were talking about some religion things and weird religions, and I was like, "Jedi's a fucking religion," and, and no one believed me. I was like, "Look it up." Hmm. All right. So they all <laughs> say their goodbyes, and he leaves with nothing. He leaves. He's going to walk to New York City. 
He doesn't well, bring he a bag. On a block he doesn't of bring ice. food. John goes, he doesn't bring How the hell is he going to do that? And I'm like, apparently, he takes an iceberg. Do you know how you long it take to walk? He should have got a ride on that narwhal. I was like. I thought there was, when he walked up to that water and said goodbye to his friends, I thought he was going to jump in and just, like, come out in the sound outside of New York City or something crazy. I, I thought it was going to be a magic transportation Wormhole. system. However, he Double rides genius. an iceberg until it almost disappears, and then he walks the rest like of the way. Like he should take an Einstein-Rosen bridge? Would it help? <laughs> He's got nothing. So, uh... He sees a raccoon. He tries to give it a hug, but he's not the North Pole anymore. So it attacks him because it's a raccoon. raccoon Well, because the raccoon didn't attack him. He attacked the raccoon, and the raccoon defended himself (laughs) (laughs) against the giant man who's trying to eat him. And then he makes it to New York City. He walks through the Lincoln Tunnel. Apparently, on filming day, actually causing car accidents because people, people were, so were stopping to go inside. Like, I'm like, who's dressed up like a crappy old It's 3,245 miles from New York to the North Pole. And how long would it take to walk that? I mean, it depends on how many miles. We have no that. idea when he started, though. He could have started in January and gotten there right before Christmas. <laughs> I'm really like, because if um, every I mean every day at the North Pole kind of looks the same. Right. Let me ask you a question. What denomination of money did he take with him? None. We don't know. What food or rations did he take with him? Syrup. Okay. <laughs> which which is high in calories. That's <laughs> which here's another thing. Like if elves eat candy, they're a different creature with a different yeah. metabolism. Uh, I was like, how does he still have teeth? How does he not have diabetes four? I know. I was like, there has to be, there has to be some magic in that suit. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say in that old silk hat they found. <laughs> well, when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around in those new silk tights he wears. <laughs> because he never wears a coat; he just wears this suit all the it time. It is a coat. It's like temperature controlled, though, because he's not inside like ah, he's mine. not. He's in tights and a coat. And as someone who's worn tights, even if they're fleece lined, it's not and enough. those weren't. It's not And ask Elaine how she knows. I'll tell you when that scene comes up. All right. Well, it what? also does not One hour have in. Let's to get, be... Yeah. He doesn't seem to have to eat very often. He doesn't... He, at he one point he says he got a whole 40 minutes of sleep. He would not be alive as a it's human because of all the sugar. wasn't some magic in that elf suit. <laughs> this is a movie. There has to be magic in the elf suit. There just must saying. have been just some They stitch spells in into the, the seams or something. Oh, to make it so they can be more productive. They don't need to sleep. They don't need to eat. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Anywho. Um, We're getting off topic. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. Back so to he makes it to New York City. And he's weird. Great you know, trust. He's, and he's weird. The understatement of the podcast right there. What did she say? And she said he makes it to New York City and he's weird. <laughs> so all in these scenes, which was the last day of shooting, was Will Farrell, John Favreau, and a camera guy. They were just driving around in random places in New York City, hopping out and asking people, hey, you want to be in a movie? Giving them a little bit of money and <laughs> filming. Sign this, which they, you know, you'd have to do. Yeah. Sign this, here's 20 bucks, whatever they paid, probably a couple hundred. And they did a thing. For some reason, I really like it when um, Buddy uh, hops across the crosswalk. I know, me too. <laughs> I don't know why, but they just look, it just seems like fun. All right, next time we're in New York City, you go ahead and try that. Nope. <laughs> no, but sometimes when I'm out places and there's like striped tile or something, I'll only step on one color. Mm-hmm. I just do that. I do that too. 
It's I was one waiting of those... for her to say she hopped across the crosswalk. <laughs> sometimes I was like, really? No, but I do sometimes. We were talking about this too. Like, Buddy was dancing at one point, and I was like, well, I dance at work sometimes. I do too. All the time, actually. I have a stand up um, desk now, I would dance all the time. So he's waving at people who are hailing cabs. He takes gum that he finds in places and chews and it. John almost threw up on me. Yes. Um, <laughs> he tries to get as many flyers from people on the street as he can. So much that they're like, no, fuck you, man. You can have <laughs> he walks to the Empire State Building and then learns about elevators. His dad's secretary thinks he's a Santa Graham. And everyone comes to the doorway to watch. Mr. Hobbs is gonna is getting a Santa Graham. And it's very awkward because... He's like, hi, Dad. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to sing or something? Let's get this over with. And so he makes up a song about how he's with his dad. He didn't hi, know he existed. Dad, and he wanted a song. And, that better uh, not be your closing song. And his dad's like, well, that was odd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Buddy's like, I'm your son. Susan Wells had me. But she didn't tell you. And he's like, Susan Wells... Who the hell sent this Santagram? And then he's like, we need to call security. And he's like, Santagram? I want a Santagram. <laughs> security guards Maybe. escort him out. And he's like, it's okay. Walter's my dad. And they're like, okay, well, your dad's busy. I'll come back later. No. <laughs> and they tell him that he should go back to Gimbal's. Yep. Which no longer existed. And existed? 19, that's right. Closed in 1986. Mm-hmm. I may have been there. I don't remember. I'm sure you've been to Gimples. Um, been to Macy's. So he looks sad, and he walks, and then he sees a store that's decked out like Christmas. And it's Gimples. He goes inside, and somebody offers him passion fruit spray, which he thinks is flavored, so he sprays it in his mouth. And, bad idea. And it's awful. I um, that really tasted bad. He's very afraid of escalators. Was next <laughs> he ends up like doing the splits on the ele- on the escalator. Um, he's thrilled with how big the toilets are, <laughs> and uh, confused by the sign that says "for someone special" and his lingerie. And he's just staring at the lingerie like I don't understand. <laughs> Why would this be for someone special? And then he's seen by a manager who's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? The elf down here looking at the lingerie. It's like, no shopping on your brakes. So, uh... I don't see how they can gener- um, you know, divorce that. I'm on break. First Fuck of all, <laughs> I don't understand why this manager thought he worked at Gimbal's. Because he's not dressed in the same manner as the other elves. The other elves all are dressed in the same type of elf suit. And Buddy's elf suit is not like theirs. This is special. He has bright yellow tights. So how do you not know who works for you? Well, some of those stores are so great. Um, Actually, <laughs> as someone who works for a major retailer during the Christmas season, I have gone to work and been like, who are you? <laughs> because they do a bunch of hiring, holiday hiring. No, and, I know, I've worked pe- and people might get hired on your day off and you come in and you're like, I don't know what that person is or that person is <laughs> and that person. And you look at the lineup and you're trying to guess who they are based upon the names <laughs> that you don't like the names you don't recognize. And you look at them and you're like, OK, well, but that's a boy's name and you're a girl. So it's probably not so you tell that me, one. You tell me you're there and you're like, hey, hey Ron. <laughs> Jacqueline, where's Jacqueline at? Is that you? Sometimes. Well, you don't know. Oh. Look. <laughs> and then some people don't actually go by the name that's on the sheet, and you have to. Like it's me. even worse. 
Even worse. She's got more names than James Bond. All right. So the manager brings him upstairs, and he's like, what is this Well, James Bond only has the two, James and Bond. Well, he's got aliases. 007. That's not a name. (laughs) That's a title. It's not a title. It's a designation, which is a title. That's his call sign, like Cobra. All right. It's a title. All right. I don't care. go back to Cobra. Cobra is a nickname. It's short for Cobretti. You know, Marion Cobretti. Well, Carly is also with Now, if I saw Marion Marion on the lineup, I would think it was the lady. I wouldn't know it was the young Italian man. No, it would be the dude with the sunglasses on and the matchstick in his mouth with the glasses. And I'll be like, you know you can't smoke on the sales floor. Oh, it's a match. He doesn't smoke. So, the manager brings him upstairs. What is this place? It's the North Pole. And he's like, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Where's the snow? And the manager's like, the hell is wrong with you, dude? He's like... Fuck off. <laughs> He's like, He's like it's right. time for announcements. And so he makes an announcement. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Santa's going to be here. And he's like, Santa! I know him. He's my friend. I know him. I know him. I know him. And uh, the manager's like, okay. And he leaves. <laughs> then Buddy sees an elf lady finishing up the decorations on a tree. Her name is Jovi. And I thought yeah. for sure that was Jovi, a fake name Jovi, for work in Jovi, the elf shop. Perhaps. Okay, now. <laughs> However, he calls her that the whole movie. At no, no point, she's like, that's not really my name. No, no, <laughs> it's her name. And I have two things to say about that. It would have been if it was Fake Jolene. work names are funny. And I have taken, and I have almost thought about wearing, like, sometimes people get fired and they leave their name tags. And I've thought about collecting them so that I can wear fake names sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually on the management team, so I can't do that. But <laughs> if I was a regular cashier, I totally would. <laughs> and two... Um, there is some sort of medication called Ajovi that I see commercials for on YouTube. I don't oh. know if it's for Any diabetes leakage. or psoriasis or whatever. So this fucking name to me is now synonymous Synonymous with a weird medication for a disease <laughs> I don't have. So the whole time I'm like, that's not a name. That's a fucking <laughs> fucked up name. Why did they name her that? Why couldn't she just be Sally or Sarah or anything yeah. that is a name? Caroline. Hit Buterol. Get Zantax and go with the rest of the trees. <laughs> or what was that? Or... What was that name that you said? Jolene. No, no. Jolene. When you after A A Ron. Jacqueline. Or Jacqueline. That's the name. <laughs> Jovi is the name of a weird medication. What's the name you said after A A Ron? Jacqueline. It's the Keen Peel skit. Oh, our listeners know it. I and, don't and the, watch that. If I've only ever seen that twice. You need to watch it. There's two parts now, and it's hilarious. Okay, so he compliments her decorating, and she's like. Are you sure that's what you're looking at? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but that tree is amazing. And <laughs> I watched. I watched one of those um, uh, wired autocorrect interviews with. Um, boy, you're just getting with the key road, with right? key. Mm-hmm. And he said movie. that people yell a a Ron at him almost every day. Probably mm-hmm. at least once a day, somebody well, yeah. yells that at him. Which I thought was funny. Anyway, guess carry what on. happens when you get famous for something? That's what people yeah. yell at you. What are they going to yell at him? Twilight Zone. Or whatever else so, he was in. He's like, um, I love it when I see people who have the same appreciation for elf culture. And she's like, I don't care about elves. I'm just trying to make it through the holidays. And he's like, I think you need to sing a Christmas carol. And she's like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the best way to get into the Christmas spirit is to sing loud for everyone to hear. And the best like, way to spread Christmas cheer <laughs> is to sing aloud so everyone can hear you. Got to say it right, Carly. <laughs> and he's, and she's That's an like, important plot point. She's like, I don't sing. And he's like, it's really easy. It's just like talking. Really <laughs> loud. Like, I can sing. I just don't sing. She can sing. Especially in front of people. 
And he's like, it's the same as singing by yourself. And she's like, no, it's really not. Believe me, if she's in a movie or TV show, she's going to sing. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a really great voice. Uh, um, oh. So. I just don't like that every time she's in something, she has to sing. I think she even sings in commercials. Oh, probably. That and she always plays the same character. Yeah. So he's like, watch. And he just starts singing. Like, I'm in a store and oh, I'm singing. <laughs> and... Uh, and the manager pops his head back around. And he's like, there's no singing. And he's like, yes, there is. No singing at the North Pole. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. And we sing all the time, especially when we're making toys. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Sure, like, now's a good time for you to stop and spend a minute. Zoe, I'm reading Zoe Deschanel's IMDb, and the last line of, like, her biography says, Zoe's often compared to Golden era Hollywood starlets and is also a talented singer. She has said in interviews that she believes her singing ability was pivotal in gaining the role of Jovi in Elf in 2003. Really? Pivotal! <laughs> Thanks, I mean, just facts. Could, could not replace her in this movie with anyone else. Alright. So... You know would have been great in this? Al Pacino. Imogen Poots. <laughs> the store is She closing. was like 11. <laughs> She's... She's the actress. She could have pulled it off. The store She's is closing. Range. It's time to go home. <laughs> and he's like, but Santa's coming. There's so much work to do. And she's like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, I have to know how old the image of Poots was in and, she says her name is Jovi. She'll see him tomorrow. The store looked, closes, and he gets to work. We looked up how old Will Ferrell and we always do this now. How old Will Ferrell? Because I was like, I am uncomfortable with the age wait. difference between the two of them. And he was like forty, and she was like twenty-seven when they made this movie. But when they kissed, I was like, ooh, <laughs> not the grossest kiss I've seen lately. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a while to beat Jack Frost too. I was like, I'd be more comfortable if he kissed Mary Steve Virgin. Imogen <laughs> Pooch was four. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> that would have been really upsetting. That would have been a very awkward kiss. That may be illegal. Depending oh my on where they god! I, I think I think the poots could have pulled it off. <laughs> I've never seen. So I don't know. If she can sing. Um, uh, it's like, damn. So he goes a little crazy. I'm still pulling for you, poots. Takes the fluff out of pillows. <clears throat> He puts up strings of lights. He makes a Lego sculpture. It's he does stuff with light brights. Beautiful. It's amazing. He cuts snowflakes. Um, it's insane the amount of work he puts into the this, making it a winter wonderland. Walking in a winter wonderland. Santa's coming. So I mean, yeah, you can't not have snow when Santa's coming. It's disrespectful. So at Walter's house, he's like, "I'm gonna eat dinner in the bedroom. I got a lot of work to do." And his wife's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah." kid wants to eat in his bedroom too he's like i got work to do and mom's like no no you're going to eat here at the table with me but he lies he's not in this bedroom doing work he's in his bedroom looking through old photos so he can find the one of susan wells because he hasn't thought about her in a long time and you know what's amazing <laughs> what's amazing photo. is he finds a yearbook and it's the same picture that buddy has <laughs> like they didn't want to pay somebody to photoshop it twice yeah that's because the elves probably found that uh, her cop ransacked her belongings, <laughs> found the photo, found this yearbook or whatever it was, and cut that photo out. They may have. Because <laughs> she was still alive when they got him. No, she they was said died. She died she shortly died. after he ended up at the orphanage. We don't know how long because he wasn't a I'm, newborn. I'm sure <laughs> she was dead when the elves got there. Yeah. But Jesus. I think they did. Well, because. No, just the way you said that. I'm sure she was deceased. The elf, elf seal team. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, that, anyhow. No, no. The elf seal team was in Santa Claus. No. The next, better movie. 
The next morning, there are snowflakes everywhere and a light bright sign welcoming Santa to the Winter Wonderland North Pole. But he we turns get on a light bright. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> but he turns on all the lights and then is distracted by some singing. And Jovi is in the women's locker room singing, Baby, it's cold outside in the shower. <laughs> And uh, he sits on the sinks and quietly does the duet with her. And then when it gets baby. to the baby, it's cold outside, they say louder. Baby, it's he cold. scares the shit out of her. <laughs> well, like you would. That would, yeah. Let's be mm. honest now. If anybody's taking a shower, just rock on. <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. And you hear the duet part, you're like, oh. I am not alone. Yeah. I just want to say. Sure, but booty naked. I love this song. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's the creepiest that song has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find that song creepy at all. And they were doing and the what's in this not, drink part. But that's the creepiest this song has ever been. Yeah, that's a great song. But no one does it better than Dean Martin, so. That's true. All Nobody right. does it better than you, actually. Sometimes oh. you just So she turns the water off and she sticks her head out. I also do a and she's, <laughs> she's like, get out. She's like, get out. Don't look at me. And he covers his eyes and runs into the lockers. And Why is there a shower in a department store locker room? I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> it's super weird. It's very weird. There's no shower in our in, in our mall. locker room. I have I've never. I've never worked at a job where we had a locker room. Like we might have a, a places that a tiny locker in the same room where the little refrigerator and stuff is, but it's not room. a locker room. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wall that separates the room. The, the, the break room. In our break room. It's shared, too. It's not a women's break room and a men's no, no. break room. There's not in, even a bathroom in, in there. In our break room, there's a wall like separating the lockers from the area where you eat the food, but it's not like two separate rooms. But you don't it's just like them. a wall. Well, you don't change in there. No, never, ever, ew. But this is like a locker room at the gym where you would change. Yeah. Anywho, well, it's I don't Gimbals. know. Gimbals may have a gym on the Which second floor. Which is weird because you're at a department store. If you need to change your clothes, they actually have rooms for that. <laughs> and, the, and you, as an L, What's that as, called? As the someone, changing room. Wow, that's a good name for it. As somebody the that's, fitting room? As somebody that's worked as Santa. <laughs> Santa? <laughs> Me, all Tony's my aunt. Like was in charge Will? of organizing no, all Will. Santas but around nobody. here for a long time. I remember yeah. that. I remember. <laughs> but the either way, the only person that needs to change is Santa because mm-hmm. Santa has to put the Santa shit on, and Santa can't walk around as Santa while there's another Santa on mm-hmm. set and all that. But the elves but, just come to work just as elves. But I know people that will come to work from other jobs or maybe from the gym, and guess where they change in the fitting rooms. Yeah. Or in the bathroom, which yeah. I would never change in the bathroom at a department yeah. store. Disgusting. Yeah. But, anyway, let's but get back to Tony being Santa. There's rooms where people all day change their clothes. Nobody at work wants to be Santa. I do have a funny Santa story. I'll tell you off the air, though. All right, because we're weird. like almost an hour in, and we're Sorry. ten minutes into this movie. Let's because Elaine keeps stopping us. Because right, I don't want to talk about Elf. So then yeah. he goes and well, crashes. I want to talk about things that are not pivotal to the plot. In like, a store display window. And uh, that's where he's seen by his dad, who is walking to work. That's amazing. When he stops and looks at Buddy for a minute, and then Buddy wakes up and is like, Hey, Dad! Dad! is patted on the window, and he walks away. Yes. We know like that Gimbles would. is only like one block from his work, though, so I don't find it that amazing. No, what's amazing is he slept <laughs> in the window. Why wouldn't he go sleep in one of the beds? Because he liked the movie Mannequin. All right, I'll give you your movie Mannequin. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen to our review on the movie Mannequin. Much like we um, had thought, that much like was Bruce Banner in Thor Ragnarok, the Ragnarok episode. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, so 
Buddy tries to take a gift to his dad at work and is stopped and escorted out by security who <laughs> take the gift. And he's like, just make sure he gets it. For someone's, because what do you say? It's for someone special or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the customers, we see the customers in awe of the decorations. Oh. The manager walks around and he's looking at everything like, this is not what it looked like when I looked yesterday. He's looking <laughs> out. He thinks somebody's coming for his job. They, corporate sent in a ringer. <laughs> He's like, if you guys hear anything, I want you to notify me. Call me on my radio, channel three. Because <laughs> Buddy tells Joey that it was him, and she's like, you know, they're kind of pissed about this. And, and no, he's like, like, really? He said, code word is, Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's so great. So she's like, why the hell were you here so early, and why were you in the locker room? He's like, well, you're singing. Just drew me in, and I'm the one that did this. And he's like, why were you here? And she's like, they turned my water off. How? <laughs> this is usually like a Bernie Mac role. I wonder if he was, he wasn't passed away by then. In 03? No. no. No, he was probably doing something else. He was probably doing something bigger. Like Ocean's he's, 12, he so Ocean's funny. 13. So, so Buddy funny. tells Joey she has a beautiful singing voice, and then he sees Santa. And he's like, ooh, Santa's here. Oh, shit. And, uh, but the problem is this is not the real Santa. And Artie, Buddy did Artie not Lang know about impersonators. Before his nose disintegrated. Oh, in 2003, Bernie Mac go. did Bad Santa. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So. That was with John Ritter. Yes. He's like, you're not the real Santa. There's a big scene. I'm not going to for a week. God. He tells Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. That, he's a, that he stinks, that he's a fake, that he sits on a throne of lies. You sit on a throne of lies. Santa is pissed. Buddy tugs on his beard. It comes off. <gasps> the kids okay. and Buddy are horrified by this. And a fight ensues. And this was done separately. Like, the kids weren't there. Yeah. They had to do it in one take yeah. because they could not put all that shit back together. And uh, the kids could not be there because it wasn't safe. Because <laughs> there was Legos flying everywhere. <laughs> so Santa's attacking him. Uh, decorations get destroyed. And the manager uses some of his skills we saw in the replacements to tackle Santa. And uh, at work, Walter has been given a present. But he tried to bring the one that Buddy tried to bring him. It's a card that looks like a child made it. To dad, love buddy, has the photo of Walter and Susan inside. And then it's the lingerie for someone special. And he's like, what in the... <laughs> Which, what is the creepiest gift your child could give you? <laughs> lingerie. Number one. Survey says. Number one answer. And I thought for sure at 99% of people in the Family Feud survey lingerie. said lingerie. It never, it never came up again. I don't think it ever left work. The other 1% said a doll was mi- that was missing eyes. Mm. That's the second creepiest thing your kid could give you. So, uh... <laughs> the secretary comes to the doorway and is like... Whoa, what's that? And he's like, intercom. And then she um, calls him, and the police are on the phone. Buddy is in jail. And Walter goes and bails him out. And he's like, I knew you would come. They told me that you wouldn't. They told me there was no way, but I knew you would come. Why did he go? I don't know. <laughs> I think because... I think the picture threw him off. Because he was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. But she, he said Susan well, Wells, and then he had the picture of Susan Wells. I think because he's like, holy shit, this might be real. Because <laughs> I'm following along with this movie, paying attention this time. And uh-huh. uh, it, it never really occurred to me. I was like, if somebody comes to you and says, I'm your son, you're like, whatever, dude. But then, if he has any kind of proof, then you would, uh, you would go after it and, and investigate it. Mm-hmm. But he just doesn't. And then he hears that he's thrown in jail, so he goes to get him. I was just like, well, he also he also just saw the picture like two minutes ago. Then he gets the phone call. This is him investigating. (laughs) What's what's the first thing he does? 
He takes them to a doctor's office so they can get... They get the fastest DNA test ever. <laughs> he gives them the Happy Hogan. Yeah. Well, he's got Stark, Stark Tech. Stark yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Tony Stark yeah. would, would be able to All figure right. that out. This is a universe in which Santa is real, so there's nothing too amazing for a universe where there's no, no, a real No, no, I'm going to go with my explanation that he knows Tony Stark, and that's how that happens. Perhaps he does. We don't really get any background on this doctor other than... <laughs> he might have called Doctor Strange. Doctor. We don't know. <laughs> All right, Doctor so Doom. or Doctor Doom? No, <laughs> that while we're awry. while we're waiting for those DNA test results, he's not all bad. He helped us save the universe. I don't know why I said bad so weird. By the way, oh god! But he helped us save the universe. Remember, Flash? No, oh. Doctor Doom. <laughs> he's America. Oh man, I should maybe change my movie to Flash. <laughs> Flash Gordon. Okay. Yeah. No. So he talks to a little girl in the locker room. She in she compliments his costume. He says, "Oh, it's not a costume. I'm a human that was raised by elves. This is just what I've always worn." And she's like, "I'm a human that's been raised by humans." And uh, he asks her what she wants for Christmas and what her name is. And he says, "I'll tell the big guy." And the doctor congratulates Walter. It's a boy. That kid is your son. Well, that man is your son. And Walter's like, "But that dude is insane." And he's like, "Well, perhaps he's just." reverting back to a childlike state because he never had parents and maybe if you take him home and you spend time with him he'll bounce back the thing is this movie seems to really not want to address the fact that he may just be special needs kid you know Mm -hmm. grown up or something like nobody will address that like because i'm always like maybe that's what it is why is everybody so like blown out of the water about that he might just be slow or you know, the, the reality was he wouldn't have gotten any kind of formal education. He would just be a simple-minded person because he'd never been to school, you know. We know he can read. He got, yeah. I mean, he did go to school to learn what was important to work at Santa's workshop. Yeah. <laughs> Which is deadlines and cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Walter tells his wife that he has another son. And she's like, really? That's so cool. And Tony's like, no, that is not what she was saying. Yeah, that, that killed me. I'm like, this lady. Well, I said, yeah, but you have a secret son? Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> what? Yeah. I said, Lane, how that? would you feel if I came home one day and was like, so I have another kid. Yeah. What? Well, first he's, of all, he's, he's like 30. I was saying, he's 40. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's an adult. This is before we were married. Long before that would be her first met. question was, how old is this kid? <laughs> this kid is from before we were married. Yeah. If it's 15 years ago, then, well, I mean... There's a problem. (laughs) She's excited, though. This is cool. And he's like... Would you be excited? I would not be excited. (laughs) What if it was before you guys met? Still somehow. Which would be that Which would be possible. And the kid would be... um, An adult. Like, 21, 22. But would you be mad? I don't... You'd just be like, wow, that's weird. No, I I wouldn't be mad. Because, here's the thing. First of all, no child support. That kid's in his 20s. You don't... (laughs) You can't be mad that you're... That your significant other has an adult child that they never knew about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, say, we had only been married for five years and a seven-year-old showed up on our doorstep, that is a different situation because yeah. that's a kid you have to help raise. Yeah. <laughs> this is an already grown-up. But I don't think I would just be, like, jumping in and with both feet open being like, this is the most exciting news ever. I'd be like, 
Well, that's really upsetting. Even just for the pure fact that you had this kid you didn't even get to know. What if he's a 30-year-old we have to raise because he thinks he's a child? <laughs> well, she doesn't know that yet because they're about to open the door. I don't know that. I think it's just this adult kid that you didn't know about, which is intriguing. And I would definitely have them over for dinner, but I wouldn't be excited about it. <laughs> Especially not knowing that you kind of treat your actual, your our kid kind of shitty. In the movie, Walter the movie. Treat, ignores not John. Kid. John is a great dad, and our kids love him more than me. All right. So he's like, <laughs> before we go in, I have to tell you that he thinks he's an elf. And she's like, what? And he's like, he, he legit thinks he's an elf. She's like, I'm sure that's not true. And she no, walks in, concerned. and he's no, decorated their house like the store with the snowflakes he everywhere. <laughs> loves a paper chain and snowflakes. Everywhere he goes, he needs to make paper chains and snowflakes. I was okay with him decorating the store because that was supposed to be the North Pole. And he was like, well, we have to up this. But you just decorated someone's home without permission, okay? There's that's scenes later up. where you see them in their bedroom, and their bedroom has changed. Look, <laughs> if you're just going to decorate my house because you don't think it's festive enough the living room the dining room maybe even the kitchen but you don't go in my bedroom (laughs) i don't know you stay out fair point so over dinner he tells them about his journey to get to new york city how he traveled through the seven layers of the candy cane forest through the gumdrop (laughs) what is a layer what is a forest layer well one's got lady fingers Um, (laughs) (laughs) then it's got custard and jams and then beef and peas. <laughs> Tastes like a beet. <laughs> it's like a trifle. I like it. <laughs> so he asks for some syrup. He's like, do you guys have some syrup? And she's like, I, I didn't put out, this is spaghetti. And he pulls it out of his sleeve. He's like, oh, never, I got some. I got some for emergency. He's got his throw down syrup. <laughs> and then he drinks an entire two liter of Coke. In one sitting, like one. No, one, one gulp. Yeah. <laughs> That, so, that must have been hard. He says that could not have been. That can't I think he had a hose. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would have just showed it from the front, probably, if, if he didn't have. Because the way that the... he set it up, like he was only shot from one yeah. side, and I do believe they had the hose yeah. thing. I don't think he could drink a whole. Because that's a lot to ask. She's like, where like, did you down this whole two liter bottle of soda? Yeah, and one like, shot. No, you cannot. Even like, if it were water, that would be hard. Because yeah, that's like, a lot of water to drink at once. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna die if you try to get me to do this. <laughs> Like, I'm going to need another $3 million. <laughs> so he said, she's like, oh, you like sugar. And he's like, is there sugar in syrup? And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah this is- <laughs> and he says, the elves like to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, which I don't think of with Christmas, and syrup. <laughs> I do like candy corn, though. <clears throat> no one likes candy corn. So Emily asks him how long he plans on staying. And he's like, I, I hadn't really planned it, but I was thinking forever. <laughs> also, candy corn is made from honey. And I don't think they have bees at the North Pole. Well, let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the fact that they of say all that the things sugar the North Pole, is more addictive than like isn't going to be there. And this guy is strung out. Yeah. So uh, Walter's like, can we go to the kitchen to talk? And he's like, buddy cannot stay with us. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, we can't throw him out in the snow. He's your son. He's he like, likes- he likes the snow. <laughs> he likes snow. He told me seven times. <laughs> Buddy burps for a long, long time. Longer than I've ever burped, and I can burp. So <laughs> you can burp? I can burp. The, the person who did the burp was the same guy who played Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Oh, cool. He, I think mm-hmm. he died recently. Oh, so, but uh, what a talent. Yeah. There's, I love that card. There's Booger, then there's him. Mm-hmm. So that night, Buddy hollers for Walter because he wants to be tucked in. Can we do Revenge of the Nerds? And Walter's like, dude, 
I'm not tucking you in. I'm assuming that's really You're hard. a man. But it's Even if it's not, it doesn't hold up and we would end up shitting all over it. Yeah, there's probably a lot of unpeaceful There's that racing. Stuff Never mind, it. I'm out. Okay. Like, he legit. If it's an 80s movie, it's going to have some kind of sexual assault. Like, in it. he legit raped a girl, so let's just leave that out. Okay. So he says, <laughs> I promise if you tuck me in, I'll go right to sleep. And he's like, fine, I'll tuck you in. And then Buddy tries to have a tickle fight with you him. You know what's not okay? Wow. Um, tickle fighting. <laughs> the grown man tickle fighting in this movie is bizarre. Look, <laughs> look no, no. I'm about the, non, oh! the non-consensual tickle. You don't just surprise a tickle fight on someone like that. It's upsetting. John then surprise tickle fighted me, she and you know what like I did not like? Surprise tickle fight. Surprise tickle fight. Yeah. The only people it's okay to tickle is like tiny kids who like being tickled, or people in a coma. And you know what? There's no way to tickle you. There's no way to know if people like being tickled until you tickle Nobody them. So just don't ever tickled. tickle anyone. <laughs> no adults like to. So wait a minute. Let me get this. It's okay to, to hit kids to get the kids. That's okay. Your so kids. Our, <laughs> my kids, sixteen. Actually, like, that's one of those things no, that people on. debate right in parenting groups whether it's okay to tickle children. I want to try something. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tickle attack our son. The way I hear it, all right, let me know how that turns out. Film is when they say stop. <laughs> what happened? You got no advice. Because you're supposed to be teaching them consent, oh. and if they say stop, then you stop. Yeah. But but I've never heard them say never tickle your kid. Also, <laughs> there is something fun about being tickled, but you never really want to be tickled. All right, so. And if she's asleep, that means no. <laughs> They're tucking you in. Don't surprise tickle fight someone. Or if you're wearing a mask and she thinks you're somebody else, that's a no. Okay. That's also a no. So um, Walter goes to leave. He's like, just go to bed. And Buddy's like, okay, I love you. And Walter's like, okay, and leaves the room. <laughs> and the next morning, Buddy has made breakfast. It's spaghetti with syrup. Why? Why does he keep making spaghetti? I think because that's the only regular food he's it's ever seen. the only seen. other food he's ever seen. <laughs> So he thinks that this is what they eat. Apparently, at the North Pole, they just eat the same shit over and over again. So and he knows God, what pizza is. John made the vomit noise when um, he ate the gum off the street. Oh, yeah. And I made the vomit noise when Mary Steenburgen takes the bite Very of politely. The- <laughs> and then, much like the kid in Jack Frost 1, then he gives Dad... Spaghetti and syrup for yeah. lunch in a bag? Uh-huh. No. Yeah, that's going right no. in the trash. Yeah. Thanks, like, buddy. I got a full 40 minutes of sleep, and I made that rocking horse. And she's like, <laughs> where did you get the wish for that? He took the entertainment center apart. <laughs> also not okay. What is wrong with this fucking asshole? Walter comes down. Oh, so many things. Walter comes down. He's just going to have coffee. Probably he's he's not somebody. down for that spaghetti. Yeah. And uh, Buddy's like, okay, I planned out our whole day. And he takes out his list, which is an Etch-a-Sketch. And he says... <laughs> the Etch-a-Sketch thing is amazing. We're going to make I do. I love, I love, I also love the Etch-a-Sketch thing. We're going to make snow angels for two hours. <laughs> two hours. Not two seconds, like most people. <laughs> then we're going to go ice skating. Then we're going to eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can. And then we're going to snuggle. <laughs> so a couple things. Look... I don't want to snuggle after eating a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough because I'm in the bathroom vomiting for about six days. Don't touch me. So a couple things. Evidently they have TB or some kind of connection to the outside world of the North Pole because one, he knows what Toll House cookies are. Yes. No. Yes. Because the elves. How do elves know what Toll House cookies are? Those are Keebler elves. You're supposed to make them from scratch. Boom. Also, he knew the worst baby is cold outside. Mm. He knows all the Christmas carols. 
<laughs> I think there's a secret elf division of Christmas Carol writers. <laughs> They're using that same brainwash magic that Santa uses to make the parents <laughs> think that they bought the gifts to make famous people think they wrote Christmas carols. It's like the Men in Black thing. They yeah. Poof, oh, you bought these presents. Okay. Walter's like, dude, I can't do any of that shit, even if I wanted to. I have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> And also, if you're going to stay here, I think you need to ditch the elf costume. <laughs> and he's like, but but this is what I wear. These are my clothes. I've always worn this. And he's like, you want to make me happy, right? Lose Could the you tights. take care of that, John? <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, right now? And pulls his tights down. <gasps> and, and poor, poor Emily has walked back into the kitchen because she forgot something. And she gets an eye pulled. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Doesn't turn her off, though. Mm-hmm. She comes back for more. Oh, man. Walter leaves for work, and he barely makes it outside the building before Buddy calls him on his cell phone. He's like, how how, how did you get this number? And he's like, Emily left me an emergency list. Well, is this an emergency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the evil box under the window is making a horrible sound. He's like, that's the radiator. No, it's not. It's evil. Oh, you're right. It's a radiator. <laughs> I'll call you back in five minutes. He's like, no, 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 no. You, you don't have to call me. Okay, you're going to call me. And he's like, I, I drew a, I, I painted a butterfly. I tuned the piano. And he's like, already hung up. Okay, I love you, bye. And uh, then he eats a breakfast that made Will Ferrell's vomit. <laughs> no, yeah, as it would. And it almost made me vomit. That was nasty. <laughs> spaghetti so what, with like every bit of sugar he could find It's in not just the amount of sugar. It's the spaghetti. That makes it extra gross. No, I think it was the, you know, six pounds of sugar he ingested. No, no, but when you're watching yeah, it, your body the, inclusion, it back. Yeah, the, the inclusion of spaghetti, spaghetti just makes it visually more yeah. disgusting. Uh, but it's spaghetti with syrup and Pop-Tart and marshmallows and jelly beans. and It's silly. Oh, ugh. Anyway. It's gross. Um, at work, Walter's boss comes in for a rare visit and is pissed because his niece read their latest children's book. And it's missing pages, which we saw in an earlier scene that I didn't mention. That he approved it even though it was missing pages because they didn't want to spend $30,000 to get it reprinted correctly. Mm -hmm. It's like kids just look at pictures. They don't care about the story. And his boss comes in and he's like, this fucking story is missing pages. And my niece wants to know what happened. Also, even with the pages, this story fucking sucks. And then he tries to blame the printer, but then he shows in the original... you sent this to the printer, and these are the blank pages. It was you. It was not the printer. Which they, which is funny in write in writing groups and stuff like for Hollywood, they'll tell stories to children because children are very good at finding bullshit in stories. Mm-hmm. So they go, "This is a story we're working on. This is what we do. What do you think?" And they're like, "That's stupid. That doesn't work. And this doesn't make any sense." <laughs> Little I don't kids are really good this, at that right? <laughs> because they don't have all the hang-ups and biases and stuff like that. Well, they should probably stop pitching on Charlie's Angels. So children, <laughs> children books probably He's like, were good. Look, have you seen the numbers? Well, they're coming out today. They're in already, and we're down eight points for this year. And we're going to put a story out first quarter next year, and you need to have a pitch ready for me on Christmas Eve. Mm. I will be here on Christmas Eve. And he's like... How many? How far okay. are we? Two weeks from Christmas? Something like that. It doesn't. There's no like crawl. We went and saw Love Actually in the theater last night, and it was like, why wait until Christmas? Oh, <laughs> wait until Christmas. <laughs> they don't do that in this movie. Oh. It's just no. almost Christmas. But we know it's almost Christmas because Santa finally came, and that's usually the last couple weeks. It's yeah. definitely after Black Friday. Yeah. And you can feel it in your fingers. Mm. You can feel mm. it in your, your toes. toes. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is all around. 
So Buddy goes to Michael's school and waits for five hours for him to come out. And then he's across the street, and when Michael comes out, he starts hollering to him and waving and jumping up and down. And Michael's friends are like, do you know that guy? He's like, no. No. (laughs) Also, just want to point out, there's an awful lot of snow for New York in early to mid-December. It doesn't get that snow either. Yeah. No, it doesn't. So you could, yeah, what you want. I grew scenes, up in that area, so I could no, tell you there's funny. not snow there. You can tell they filmed in more than one place because in some of the scenes, there's no snow at all. And in some of the scenes, there's a lot of snow. Like, <laughs> if you get a mild dusting around that time, okay, we don't get snow in New York until like January, February. Every right. once in a while, we get, we'll have a white Christmas, but not often, and that's the end of December. This is weeks before. I'm just going to say that sometimes it snows in New York in December. And sometimes it doesn't. But in Michigan, it always snows. In Michigan, it started snowing in September. <laughs> July. <laughs> it started snowing in July. Stop Jesus. Yeah, they had snow. They had a snowman in, contest for the 4th of July. It was like, great. Look, when I was growing up, sometimes it snowed on Halloween, which is, it wasn't like that last season, but this season up north, it's been really, oh, yeah. really cold. I'm glad that we've so, you know, moved from back something in, relevant to something not relevant. But... I don't know what the weather patterns were like in 03 or 02 or 01 whenever they fucking filmed this shit. Mm-hmm. It so, could have been going through a cold snap. Thank you. So Michael tries to speed walk away because he is not interested in being embarrassed by a buddy in front of his friends. And but Buddy catches up with him and he inundates him with questions. And Michael's just ignoring him. And eventually uh, he turns and is like, go away. Because this is not a good time to be out bothered. Privacy of your home, you can embarrass me. I only met this dude yesterday. Yeah. He says he's my brother, and he my dad says this is my son, but this is an adult stranger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I am a child. Mm -hmm. Stranger danger. This guy is creepy. Moving on. So just then Buddy is hit in the face with a snowball. Hard. And then it's an ambush. What does he say? Oh, something funny. Oh, son of a nutcracker. Just <laughs> funny. There's a couple of really funny things in this movie. Okay. So they run and hide, and Michael's like, we got to get out of here. These guys are bad news. And Buddy's like, we got this. Make some snowballs. And he makes one, and he turns around, and Buddy has made like 50. Well, he can't make after sketches, but snowballs. Yeah. So, it's on. Um, what superhuman speed? I'm telling you, the suit has magic. <laughs> I think Carly might have something. Either that or it's all the sugar. Well, did you to, see him throw those? <laughs> <laughs> if it is North Pole related, he has magic. There so you anyway. go. Moving on, he gets a hell of a snowball fight and, uh, and dusts them he all. He takes out all of those kids. And uh, then. Then Michael's like, all right, you're cool. I'm down with you now. You're my brother. And they go to Gimbal's, and they play in the store. They are chasing each other, jumping on the beds. They're jumping in the elevator. Buddy wishes Dad were there because he's the best dad ever. And Michael's like, oh, he is the worst dad ever. And uh, he's like, all he does is work, and all he cares about is money. He doesn't care about you. He has no basis of comparison. And uh, they get to the Santa area, and Buddy stares at Jovi. And Michael's like... Do you like her? You should ask her out. And he's like, what does that mean? He's like, you know, like, go out for a food. Like, <laughs> you go eat together. And uh, she comes over and she's like, what are you doing here? Did they give you your job back? And he's like, no, they gave me a restraining order. Well, then you should leave. <laughs> and we see that the store manager is playing Santa now. <laughs> and he tells he's her. He's down. 
He thinks that she's beautiful and he feels all warm around her and his tongue swells up and he asks her if she'd like to get food. And she's like, well, I just had my break. And he's like, oh, okay, but I'm free on Thursday. So now they're going to have a date. Yeah, they are. Then we see Buddy and Michael, or Michael, yeah, Michael, putting up a Christmas tree that Buddy chopped down in the park. Which is illegal. And Walter is like, All kinds of illegal. What? We live in New York City, so they cut it out of Central Park. Nope. You are not allowed to take anything out of Central Park. Emily's like, I think you're overreacting. I mean, the tree thing, they should be done. But I'll make them plan another one. But Michael's actually happy for once. And he's like, what does that mean? And she's like, that you're a shitty dad. And he's like, okay, well, how about we take him out of school and let the deranged elf man raise him and they can commit felonies all the time. And, uh... The deranged elf man. (laughs) Walter's like, we can't leave him home alone. He's going to destroy the place. How about you take off work tomorrow and you watch him? And she's like, no. (laughs) This is not my kid. (laughs) I have a job, asshat. (laughs) I like that, though. It's a... Kind of a fun play on just the you're gonna babysit him, right? Because you're the woman, and she's like, No, I have a job. Because up okay, until now, she could be a stay at home mom. Yeah, we don't, we really don't know, know that. that. Story um, wouldn't work if she was a stay at home mom. No, I, I agree with you. But there are those wealthy women in New York that women who lunch, you know. <laughs> I was a woman who lunched. Um, <laughs> me, me too. You want to be a lady who lunches? Let's buy lottery tickets. We win, we'll split it, and then we can be ladies who lunch. Okay. She's like, how about... I'm going to work. You take him to work. <laughs> You'll come to Because he's like, I'm one bad pitch away from losing my job. And she's like, we'll take him to work. Also, and this is where I was thinking, that's genius. You work with children's stories. This is a perfect source of stories children will love. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be a luncher. But that's not what he thinks at this not point. It's you'll be almost a luncher because like, I'm going to open a big trouble in old China chain of It's almost the, the perfect marriage of man and job like in Big. Where he goes to the toy company uh-huh. and he's the little kid in the grown-up body. This is almost the same thing, but they don't go it really in that direction. Mm. They but do at the no. end. Uh, he mostly they, just they gets do, on actually. Walter's nerves until Walter kicks him down to the mailroom where he can put stuff in shiny bins and, <laughs> and uh, sort things. Sort things. Which you would th- actually, it sounds like a job he would really enjoy. Yes. And he's, not, he though. goes down there and he's like, this reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells and these people look like they want to hurt me. <laughs> and uh, he, oh, oh, wait, I lost my spot. He makes a friend. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> gives him alcohol, which she thinks is syrup. Yep. Meanwhile, upstairs, and Walter's writing team has no ideas, and they're going to call in Miles Finch. The Miles Finch. Who's bigger than Dr. Seuss in the children's book writing world. Which, it's weird because <laughs> he works, he's a children's book publisher, but they also have in-house authors. You think they would just be reading pitches yeah. that authors are pitching to the publishing house, yeah. which would be where you would put Buddy. There's never a reading. shortage of pitches. <laughs> you think they would have mounds and mounds of shit ass children's have a books? Slosh pile that'll be. And yeah, Buddy would be reading them and telling them which ones were yeah. good. <laughs> That's too easy. Doesn't fit it's the narrative. It's weird that the unbelievable. But then you movie can't get job, Peter Dinklage. 
I know, but it's weird that the unbelievable movie job in this is the in-house writers of the publishing company. <laughs> it would have been better if they had a, if they had them going through slush piles and they're like these are yeah. all garbage. Fuck it, let's just call such and such. It would have yeah. been better. But that does make which, sense. Tony fixed the movie. All There's right. always a weird movie job, go. and this is it. And it's yeah. just such a strange one. Really, the guy who builds boats. I know so. he's a weird movie job, <laughs> but he gets drunk. You do. I build boats. Yes. I don't sell. And uh, <laughs> they both get drunk, and yeah. then lay in a pile of mail, and don't get fired. Nope. Yeah. And people are just milling around them like um, they're not even minute. there. Nobody says that's anything. the part you can't understand. The part I have a hard time understanding is that clearly off? Buddy never had alcohol in his life. And drank you, this and was like, "This is good." Kept drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Bullshit. First time you have booze in your life, you're like, "This is disgusting." Just like he this? was the first time he had coffee because there's it's yeah, not sweet. The taste of booze <laughs> does not actually improve the taste of coffee unless it's like Irish cream, and that's not and that's got a lot of sugar in it. I know, which that clearly was not. All right, so upstairs the team calls Miles Finch, and they're getting his demands for his agreement. He says, "They'll come. We'll give you five hours, not a second more." And but Deb breaks in and there's a situation downstairs and he's like, Hold on, Miles. Miles is like, You do not put me on hold. And he's like, Hang up, Deborah. We are on an important call. And Miles is like, I'm not hanging up. And uh and he says, I'll be there tomorrow. He wants this like fancy car to pick him up. It has to be exactly seventy one degrees inside. They pay him up front. So uh what's important in the mailroom? They had to interrupt this phone call, Uh, a dance party. Buddy is up on the table, so music is up really loud. No work is getting done whatsoever, because now every employee in there is participating in this dance party. Um, and then we cut to Buddy picking up Jovi for their date. So uh, we don't know what happens with that. <laughs> Assume they kick Buddy out, and... Um, anywho. And Buddy's not hungover at all, by the way. Yeah. And she's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I got some ideas. And he just turns around and walks away. And she stands there like, okay, I guess we're, <laughs> I guess I'm just going to follow you. And uh, he takes her to the coffee shop that had the world's best cup of coffee sign. And he blindfolds her so she can try it. And she's like, it, it tastes like a crappy cup of coffee. And he's like, it's the world's best cup of coffee. <laughs> she's like, no. <laughs> And then he takes her to some revolving doors and shows her how to run around them in circles, not to close her eyes, because then you get sick. And she's just kind of laughing. She she finds him endearing. And uh, then they go, like, looking at all the trees in the windows, and he's like, look how big that one is. And she's like, I got a big tree to show you. And she takes him to the big tree. Rockefeller Center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see Carly was struggling to figure out where that was. And then, um, you know, that big tree. The big one. And then they go ice skating. And then they go ice skating. Which, I would think he'd be a better ice skater than that. I thought that yeah. too. Um, Especially <laughs> since he did that stupid movie, Blades of Glory. <laughs> I don't want to talk about And that. he's been talking about how he can't wait to go ice skating since he left the North Pole. I thought he'd bust out some nasty Kerrigan type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then he sneaks a kiss on her cheek and, and she, she says, says missed. you missed and which is such a good line she makes a weird 180 on this guy too like she meets him he's kind of creepy and weird he surprises her in the shower and then she goes on a date with him and now she's making out with him there's that doesn't make sense she must be lonely really lonely what's her backstory well mm. to be fair um 
She's seen his megaloshlong. Uh, everybody saw his megaloshlong. It was in the scene where him and his little brother were jumping in the elevator and you could totally see his penis. Uh, Elaine was meat gazing. Elaine got grossed out because I realized I could, when he was jumping she up goes, and down in the oh, elevator. I can see his penis. It's <laughs> like, why are you looking? She goes, I can't not look. Because I just noticed it as he was jumping. Because it was out there. I wonder if Will Ferrell was seeing this in the theater going, Oh my god, everybody can see my dick. Because it's not apparent in other scenes, but when he was jumping, it was real. Because the mm. thing was opening up, you know. and Upsetting everybody saw his megaloshlong. Alright. So the yeah. next Charlie day... Charlie ever watches it again, they're going to... I know, gonna, I'm going to be staring yeah. at it now. The next day, Miles Finch comes to the office. His Yule log. And they start the meeting. And the team has no... Because he's like, what ideas do you have? Maybe we can build something together. And they they can only come up with vegetable ideas. So he's he's like, all right, well, I have a book here with at least five ideas. I have one that I know is just a great idea. And and he's about to start telling them about it when Buddy just bursts in the door, twirling, and he's in love. He wants everybody to know. I don't care who knows. And... Dog trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sees Miles Finch, who's a little person, and starts uh, talking about, oh, there's elves here too? And you know what? Peter Dinklage is right. He super offends yeah. Miles Finch. As he actually, should. <laughs> actually, Peter Dinklage is pretty cool about it for about two or three turns. He's like, okay, that's funny. Anyways, let's get back to work. And then he says something else and he goes, all right, we've all had our laughs. Yeah. And then he does it again. He does it like six times He's like, before all right, Peter actually what? starts. He's call like, me call elf me. one more time. Yeah. And, and then he, does he doesn't it. get it. Yeah. So he's like, you're an elf. <laughs> and fucking Peter Dinklage runs across the table and drop kicks him. Yeah. And then he just starts beating the bejesus out of Will Ferrell. And it's like, okay, it's kind of believable. And then they go non-believable because now he's like flipping Will Ferrell in the yeah. air and stuff. And, and then he leaves it a huff. He is not going to do that. Well, this. like you do. First of all, you keep the money that they paid what you. Which he did. Mm-hmm. It was in his pocket already. Yeah. And he left. But he left so, his little notebook. Uh, Walter fell out in the fight. is livid. Well, he it was on the table during the fight, and he just walked mm-hmm. out. He didn't go back for it. Walter is livid, and he's like, get out. Get out of my life. And said. Buddy's like, where should I go? And he's like, I don't care. I don't care that you're my son. I don't care that you think you're an elf. I don't care where you go. I never want to see you again. Ooh, that's tough. And uh, Buddy leaves, and then Walter tells Emily he's going to be working late. And the writers come in and show him that they found Miles' notebook. And it and has we're gonna some great steal ideas, ideas in it. That's what Tony said. Um, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> First of all, he's going to sue the shit out of yeah. you. <laughs> like, yeah, um... When I was insulted by someone kept calling me an elf, which is a protected class, by the way, so he's going to sue for that. And then he's going to sue because you went in his notebook, his personal property that he happened to leave there after he was offended and stole his ideas, Mm -hmm. his intellectual property, I believe that's called. He's going to... Yeah. He's going to make all the money. He's going to own that publishing company. Yeah. If he wants to. They have 45 (laughs) minutes to put a storyboard together because this pitch meeting is about... I don't know. He took the money, though, so I think you could argue that we paid him for those ideas. No, they paid him for some ideas. Those are all of his ideas. You don't know what he was going to pitch to Well, they were only using one, but it doesn't matter. I think there is some legal argument there. You're not going to be able to get it. I really don't know. You could have all of them lie and say that that he pitched that, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he can prove it's his his IP. Yeah. I'm just saying. And he probably has it. I hope he has it written down somewhere else, too. 
So I back at home, it. Buddy writes his apologies and goodbyes. He doesn't belong here. He doesn't belong anywhere. On an Etch-a-Sketch. It's <laughs> awesome. In cursive. Yeah, yeah, he's just writing. <laughs> like, well, you have to write in paper. cursive on an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's like one of my favorite things. So I'm watching that and I'm thinking, kids today can't read this. True. Because <laughs> they don't teach that anymore. True. So kids today, in like 10 years, won't be able to read this. This is sad. This but, is just, uh, this chaps my ass. Michael comes home and reads the note. It upsets him and he runs to Walter's work, which I'm guessing is just really close by. Yeah, they all, and this that, whole thing takes <laughs> in two block radius. Yeah. Um, and he's worried about Buddy and they have to find him. But the peach, pitch meeting with the boss and the board just started. And Walter's like, we'll figure this out after the meeting. I have to do this meeting. And he's like, you're not going to figure anything out. You don't care about Buddy. He cares about everybody and you only care about yourself. And Walter's like, Fuck. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to have to reschedule the meeting. And his boss is like, no, we're not rescheduling this meeting. And he's like, well, I'm not doing the meeting. And he's like, up yours. And he leaves. Because his boss is like, you leave. Well, the other you're thing fired. is, what is this meeting? This meeting they, is what? Which story we're going to steal from Yeah. yeah. Well, the boss doesn't know the that. The boss just said, have a picture of me. We're releasing deaths. a book like in yeah. January. He's, and and he's like, I have a ready. personal emergency. My son is missing. Mm-hmm. They know which pitch we're doing. I'll be back I in know, an that's hour. That's what I was like. There's other people yeah. there. Can somebody else not yeah. step in I mean, and show you what's in this folder? Look, <laughs> having to be present for the meeting is punishment yeah, yeah. for doing a shitty job on the last book on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You've already shown you don't care about your job, so I'm going to make you do this pitch meeting on Christmas Eve, and you better have something good. Oh, you're not going to stay? Well, you're fired. Yeah. Yeah. So he leaves. He doesn't have a job there anymore. He says, suck a dick. Michael's pretty happy about this, though. He's like, hey, hey, maybe you do care about us. (laughs) And they go to look for Buddy, who we see walking on a bridge. Which is a nod to It's a Wonderful Life, which I also haven't seen. You haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. I know, life. that is a surprise. <laughs> I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. You haven't seen It's a Wonderful Fucking Life. I have life. no interest. God. Um, have you seen Gone with the Wind? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that won an Oscar. And he's all dejected and sad. That, that made all the money. And then he's distracted by Santa's sleigh falling from the sky. And he John goes, that's amazing. And I said, honey, it's a Christmas movie. There's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the one runaway elf happens to be in the same place where Santa yeah. crashes. And the only person who could fix the sleigh is in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It is amazing. That's but amazing. it's a Christmas movie. That's I'm with the So uh, he runs toward where he saw it falling from the sky. Uh, Michael caught a glimpse of it, too, and also runs toward Park, it. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, well, of all the places... Which is what I thought was amazing. Not so, on top of a building. Not <laughs> of all the places for Santa to crash, it's the only place he can crash where it not yeah. be crashed. Also, it seems a little early in the evening for Santa to be yeah. in New York. Just saying. That's true. All right. So, Buddy arrives, and Santa at first is like, stay away from us. And then he realizes it's Buddy. And he's like, oh, I'm happy to see you. I need you to fix this sleigh. The clausometer went down to nothing. There's no Christmas cheer. The, the engine fell off. <laughs> and uh, he's blah, like, blah, blah. he's like, I need an elf. And he's like, I'm not an elf. He's like, you're an, you're more like an elf than anybody I've ever met. You're more of an elf than the elves. And, he's really uh, talking him up. And he, he's like, you're the fucking violator, man. He's like, go find that engine. So he well, does. he is the king of the elves, and elves are what are elves are great boosting you up. Yeah, that's Eggs, true. Elves are boosters. That's true. 
So he goes to search for the engine. And uh, like I was like, go find it. Where is it? It's out there. It fell it's in New back York. there, so it's yeah. in Central Park. Have you any idea how big fucking Central Park is? I don't know, but I've I know that you, you can drive a cab it across. <laughs> it is the, fa- it's the fastest way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> At the park? No, through the park. It's a new record. So die hard. Jovi's Three watching episodes. the news at her house, and she hears about the thing falling from the sky, and then they show some Bigfoot footage of Buddy in the park. That was awesome. <laughs> Did the same thing as the Bigfoot footage. The Phil Hieronymus. And she's yeah, like, holy footage. shit, that's Buddy. Known fraudster. And then and Walter. found Bigfoot the first day he ever looked for him. <laughs> Luck. On he a lady tonight. And the, the check that he wrote for the camera bounced. Wow. <laughs> Woo. So Walter and Michael find the engine, and Buddy comes over to where they are, and he's like, oh, you found it. Walter apologizes, tells him, tells him he loves him, and he doesn't want him to leave. And Buddy shows them Santa, the reindeer, and the sleigh. He's like, i got to show you something. Jovi is headed for the park because she saw that Bigfoot footage. <laughs> She's so, like, I'm dating that guy. <laughs> so the reindeer fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they but can't pull they the sleigh. They can't pull the sleigh. Unless, I don't know. The sleigh has to have some motor of its own. The reindeer can only fly about two feet off the ground unless there's a, because that's all the magic they have. Oh. They need, the people need to believe because that's what powers the magic. So the more people believe, the more magic they have, the higher they can fly. It's the flux capacitor. Yeah. But they, people don't believe anymore because we're cynical bastards. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. I know who my, my father is, thank you. So we see that the authorities, we see the news, and the authorities have cleared the park, supposedly. Which, why would they do that? (laughs) They wouldn't. They would just corner off a small section where something may have crashed. Unless, yeah, unless they thought it was like a plane or something. Unless they thought it was fucking aliens. But they (laughs) would then, we see the controversial Central Park Rangers are the only ones remaining in the park. This is a nod, apparently, to the Four Horses of the Apocalypse. The Four Horses. Which is a weird nod in your Christmas movie. It sounds like IMDb bullshit. Bizarre. It sounds like some dork said that that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. There is four of them. Yeah, but... And there could have been five of them. (laughs) But the thing about that doesn't, like... They all look identical. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse are distinctly different. Different. That's true. One rides pale horse. Buddy gets the engine to the death. sleigh and gets to work. Meanwhile, Santa talks to Michael about what he wanted for Christmas, shows him the book of his Christmas list, and has him look in the bag, and the specific skateboard he asked for is there. The sleigh comes off the ground because Buddy believes, and no, then it Michael goes right believed. back down. Or, yeah, Michael believes. Buddy always believes. Buddy knows. <laughs> no, Buddy doesn't believe. Buddy knows. Yeah, exactly. and there's a difference there's between a difference. knowing and belief. And Santa ruins it for Buddy. <laughs> we, for uh, what's for Michael. 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 We need everybody to believe, so we'll show them that Santa's real. Well, then it's not. Yeah, doesn't lost. Count. It doesn't help. <laughs> so, uh. I don't want a lot So he, Santa's like, it's not. Oh, we can't go on the news because then everybody will know. They won't believe. Yada yada. You guys just said that. <laughs> and so they see the Central Park Rangers, and Buddy has an idea. Michael takes the list book and runs off. And Walter takes Santa's hat and coat and tries to distract the Rangers while Michael gets to the news reporter. He assures her that this is the real Santa and he can prove it. Santa needs everyone to believe so his sleigh will fly. And he starts reading the list. And Emily sees him on the news and runs out the door. (laughs) Which, why hasn't she noticed that her son is gone? Yeah, at night. 
Maybe she thought he was in the It's got to be at like 10 o'clock at night at least and my kid is not home. Mm-hmm. In the big city. And hasn't been home for a while. Yeah. Maybe she told her, maybe he, her son told her he was, she was going to dad's work, which is only two blocks away. <laughs> which I know my husband doesn't pay attention to this. <laughs> it would still concern me. That's true. That's yeah. true. So Michael reads the reporter's Christmas wish because he's just reading and we see the kids watching. She and she big, doesn't believe. Like, yes, yes. She, she wants a big Tiffany diamond and doesn't want him to be. And her, wants to her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet and commit. And she's like, what? And she gives a signal. Cut these cameras off. Who told you to say that? And he's like, it's Santa's book. This is what you wanted. <laughs> it's the list. He's like, we got to get those cameras back on so people will believe in Santa. He's making a list. And she's pissed. Checking it twice. Yeah, because her boyfriend probably watches her. I mean, if he's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe he doesn't, but I assume that if you're... There's a chance he could be. If your girlfriend was on TV, you probably watch her just because you're a good boyfriend. Although he doesn't seem to be a good boyfriend because he's dragging his feet on this family. Well, if you were I a TV anchor, I would watch you every night. I would watch you. <laughs> yeah, and if you were like a, a TV anchor or a sports personality or had a morning show, you would watch it. I would watch it every I would night. watch it. I mean, I've listened to every episode I mean, of The of Finger Poke of Doom, and I don't give a <laughs> shit about that. That's true. That's true. I, too, I mean, listen no. to every episode of The Finger Poke of Doom. No, I have a thing, going back. So, you wouldn't really watch me on TV. You would have it on the background while you played on your phone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But I actually would be playing I love yeah. to listen to people talk about wrestling. I don't ever want to watch wrestling. <laughs> John watches a couple of wrestling YouTube shows and I'm totally so ups and downs is the greatest thing on the planet. And like I but have, I don't want to watch wrestling, but I do enjoy yeah. listening to them yeah. talk Six about months. it. Don't know why. The, the, the show. Well, I have it on. It's 15 minutes. I have the WWE crap on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'll watch those occasionally if something's happening. But every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I don't watch wrestling. No, I don't know. Ups and downs. I on what culture That's wrestling. It is so fantastic. I, 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 don't, so I don't really care what's going on anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I don't care anymore. I'm yeah, over. it's just dumb. But I enjoy the YouTube show. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jofi arrives and Michael tells her that Buddy is in the park with Santa, but the sleigh won't fly because there's no Christmas spirit, and you can see that he's upset. <laughs> and Emily arrives and Jovi remembers that Buddy once told her the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. <sighs> so she stands up on a carriage and she starts singing. <laughs> Santa sees the the power. They got some power, thanks to Michael's help, and the ra- but the rangers are closing in, so they gotta go. Buddy isn't finished, but the sleigh starts moving, and Buddy has to run and chase after it to catch up. Uh, Walter finds Emily and Michael. He tells her that Buddy wasn't lying, and Jovi starts singing, and Emily and Michael join in, and then the crowd does too. Buddy finishes with the engine, but then they hit a statue, and it just, bloop, right back off. Son of a bee. But... They're singing, they're spreading Christmas cheer, and they started showing it on the news. So now people at home have started to sing along too. And people all over the place are singing, Santa Claus is coming to town. And then the Statue of Liberty walks down the street. Oh wait, no, that's <laughs> Your love. And uh, but, or, uh, Michael realizes that Walter isn't singing. And he's like, Dad, you're not singing. You're just moving your lips. And he's like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, yes, it does. And he makes him start singing. And just then, the sleigh just flies over their heads. And I guess if he hadn't started singing, it's just going to him. <laughs> and then the sleigh crashes because everyone that was singing saw Santa Claus, so the belief is irrelevant. 
<laughs> Santa yeah, but Burns, they don't. Santa Burns today. There's a lot of people at home, though, that are singing because okay. they're seeing. All right. <laughs> and they don't actually see the sleigh on the news. Santa dies a fiery death, but because Walter is wearing Santa's jacket, he then becomes Santa. Nice. <gasps> but, be, but because he's a prick, Christmas is canceled for him. Aww. Aww. That was, uh, but that's okay because then we just decided to celebrate Kwanzaa instead. Ooh. I can get one of those dashikis. That was All right. Yeah. So Buddy helps save I was Christmas. Say, there's always Hanukkah. Ooh. And Eight they, crazy nights. And you know what? Then they have cool songs too. Get also, a, a terrible Christmas movie. O.J. Simpson. Not or a terrible a Hanukkah movie. <laughs> <laughs> but guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. He converted. So we see Walter playing the piano while Jovi sings Old Lang Syne. <laughs> and Buddy opens a present that's a big jug of syrup. And uh, we then learn that Walter opened his own independent publishing company, and his first book was Buddy's Story. So he did finally realize this is a children's book. And, and he stole another a- idea. I feel like Buddy would have great ideas because we heard in the beginning that elves love to tell stories. Yes. So Buddy knows a ton of stories and loves to tell stories. And if they can't do, and if Buddy can't come up with any, he happens to know some elves. Mm, that's, that's true. true. That's <laughs> true. Or an- animated creatures that live in the north. Arctic Puffin? Is that even a thing? <laughs> but it would be a good Sentient narwhals. So Papa Elf says he can, he has nothing to complain about, but he visits from time to time. And then we see he and Jovi with the baby visiting Papa Elf. And it's the end. <laughs> Yay! Alright, what'd you think, Elaine? <laughs> Alright. So my favorite character is a tie between Emily and Michael. Because Mary Steenburgen is fantastic. Mm. And the kid that plays Michael is great. I just like their characters. My least favorite character is Walter. <laughs> because this is a criminal waste of James Caan. <laughs> and he kind of turns up, turns around on Buddy where he hates him and then he loves him. Without really too much of a reason. Jody does it too. Uh, yeah. Don't even get me started on Jody. <laughs> My favorite scene is the fight with the mall Santa. God damn it, Elaine. <laughs> And my favorite quote... It better not be mine. I probably is, so I'll go with my backup is... Don't go with your backup, go with your go favorite with your line. line. My favorite line is, you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> but actually, I have, actually, I have the whole thing. So. Which I think is just the best line. I mean, I think yeah. everybody kind of agrees. But my backup line is when he's talking to Michael, and when he says, good news, I saw a dog today. <laughs> Which is just. Have you ever seen a dog? You probably have. <laughs> um, well, you stole my favorite line because you wanted to take two. Way to go. I am. Um, I'll take them all. Um, this is not. I'm going to name this movie. Whoa! I got that impression. That's why. Elaine doesn't really. Okay, look. I, this is probably. Elaine doesn't share food. Wait, that's <laughs> this is probably the third time I've seen this movie. And I just. It's not a movie I ever have any interest in seeing. So I'm not even going to give it a May Bay. I think there's way better Christmas movies out there. And if I saw it on TV, I'd go right past. Even if it was Christmas Day, I wouldn't stop to watch this one. I'd be like, I'm sure there's something better on. You'd watch the Santa fight, though. But if that scene was on, I would stop. Only if it was Santa fight. (laughs) But I just... And there's funny parts in this movie, but overall, I don't like it. So, no thank you. All right. What do you think, Tony? Let's go around the table. Let's see. Uh, Everything Elaine said. John? No. no. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? My favorite character, Emily. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really was, everything you said. She was always supportive. Uh, she let this stranger into her life automatically without even questioning it, was happy about it. Yeah, I think that's She ate spaghetti syrup without even blinking. That's a good mom. Uh, yeah. I mean, she is 
pretty badass for somebody that had no reason to be. <laughs> Walter is a piece of shit. He only cares about his work and is bad at it. <laughs> um, no, my favorite line's on my phone. My favorite scene of lies. is the Santa fight. That um, line. It's not mine either. There's something <laughs> extra funny about Buddy destroying all this hard work. Well, if you want, oh. he's not really the one destroying it. He's trying to get away from the Santa. <laughs> when he goes, uh, who, who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Ho, ho, ho. Well, if you're Santa, what song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? <laughs> Happy birthday? Damn. <laughs> but he keeps going, and it's just, it made me laugh my ass off the whole thing. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is the narwhal. I forgot my favorite tertiary object. That's because you're too busy using all the favorite lines. The paper snowflakes. Uh, I don't really like a paper snowflake. I don't. Like I thought I Tony was going to have the same one as me for the favorite tertiary object. I made two two paper snowflakes yesterday. Did you? Oh yeah, he decorated Amanda's uh, board for when she teaches online because she, she almost broke her arm this week, so she's in a sling. Uh, I will maybe. Amanda this movie. has some issues. Oh. <laughs> I may be this movie. Uh, okay. I, it's it's uh, I'm not a Christmas fan, so, but uh, it's. It's a Christmas movie, I guess. I know a lot of people. Did you just write today. A lot of people. I did. Love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm today now. So. <laughs> All right, John. What did you think? I think Elaine should probably focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delirious. I ate way too much candy. All right, my favorite character is Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite character is Buddy, because he just makes the movie unwatchable. <laughs> and my unwatchable, like, he makes him annoying. And not unwatchable. Makes he's just very, very annoying. Everything he does is just too over the top, mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy it. Um, my favorite scene is when Peter Dinklage beats the bejesus out of Buddy the Elf. <laughs> my favorite line. Um, Tony just Tony just stole. Was what song did I sing <laughs> for you on your birthday? Happy birthday! Damn. So I'm gonna stick with that because it was my favorite line, and you stick with it. Um, my favorite tertiary object. I'm gonna have to say would be New York City, because there's something about New York City at Christmas time is always nice. Mm-hmm. And I will maybay this movie. Interesting. Um, really. I like Christmas movies about Christmas, and this is not a great <laughs> one. This isn't even really a good one. But this time of year for Christmas, you'll watch shitty movies just because it's a Christmas movie. That's true. <laughs> and this is a shitty movie that you watch at Christmas because. I want to watch a Christmas movie, and I've watched all the good ones already. So what's left? We'll put on Elf. <sighs> all right. <laughs> well, what's what's your favorite Christmas movie? How about that? Die Hard. For real? Yeah. Okay. You followed by the weapon. Love actually. You? I honestly, I think it's a Christmas story. Really? Mm-hmm. I love Love Actually, but there's sometimes I just don't. I'm not in the mood. But it's, it's a lot. lot. But yeah. I have watched like Christmas Story three or four times in a row. Mm. Woo! See, I can't do what's that. What's funny is people will argue that. Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, and Die Hard has much to do with Christmas as Love Actually does. But that's fine. But I think my yeah, and I think it's a Christmas story. I think mine's Gremlins. Gremlins is oh, that's a good one. You know what I really want to watch? I mean, uh, Lethal Weapon. It's tough. Lethal Weapon is it's heavy. You know what I mean? Like Gremlins is stupid. You can watch it and go okay. Lethal Weapon. There's some heavy parts of Riggs where he's going to kill himself and stuff that I'm just like, this is a lot to take. You know what I really want to watch? But it's still fun. Mm. That I haven't seen in a really long time. Christmas Vacation. 
I wouldn't mind seeing I that. I almost picked that. I but I thought, so here's the thing. I can't pick that movie because I won't do it justice. I I know people that can like recite the oh, whole you know movie. Who we need to get I've to do seen that? it twice. DJ? DJ. Yeah. I know I won't do it justice. Maybe next year I've or seen Christmas. Since I was we'll like a teenager. <laughs> I've seen a long time. We're going to forget. I know. So we, we should, should call do. DJ right now and be like, go do Christmas Vacation and come in tomorrow and we'll do it. <laughs> and we'll, we'll set up, we'll put out a special episode on Christmas Day. There you go. That'll be our Yeah, we're not going to do that. Clint's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to talk about that, and that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Then again, so, DJ might have a better movie or something. No, he fucking loves that. Movie. No, I know, but um, <laughs> a lot of movies. Carly? So my favorite character, also Emily. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character, also Walter. <laughs> my favorite scenes were when Buddy walks around marveling at all the Christmas decorations. Like, every time he sees a new Christmas decoration, and he's like, <gasps> because I love Christmas. <laughs> I like Christmas and decorations. And I love when I walk around and I see, like, I will drive around just to look at people's Christmas lights. I love Christmas. <laughs> Um, my favorite tertiary object was the etch-a-sketch yeah. <laughs> and his ability to etch-a-sketch. Yeah. It wouldn't have been good without him. I, mean, I thought that it. was going to be yours, Tony. <laughs> I thought about it, but I, was trying, I, I don't get to see narwhals very often. <laughs> Sentient narwhals at that. <laughs> or in other movie, have you ever seen one? I, um, I'll wait. <laughs> Jack Foss 3, there was one. <laughs> my favorite line I wrote down, it was probably the first time I laughed out loud watching this movie. Well, no, it wasn't. But no, he did get to New York laughing. City before he before this happened. When he goes and does the Santa Graham, supposedly, and his dad whispers, I think we should call security, and the secretary says, good idea, and Buddy gets all up in their faces, and he goes, I like to whisper, too. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed. I laughed a lot more in this movie than I thought I would. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would as a person who does not like Will Ferrell. But, but it was also your first time seeing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't it, think it, it I would want to watch it. It drops exponentially the more you watch it. Yeah. yeah. I'm also going to be bad. I don't Which think why none of us I would want to watch <laughs> it a lot. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. If you've never seen it, then give it a watch. Ooh. But if you have seen it, you probably already yeah. know that you don't need to watch it. So followed by Tony naying his own movie for the second time. I Carly Maybay's own movie. Well, for the I time. openly <laughs> said I had never watched this before, well, so <laughs> I could have hated it. The thing about Will Ferrell is he's enjoyable, but sometimes he goes across a line, and then he's just annoying. Jim Carrey's like that too. Jim yeah. Carrey has lost it. But actually, Jim Carrey was Daddy's down for this too. role, and uh, it's on Hulu for free right now. Down. He was it's attached to it first though. Before the second Will one is Ferrell a Christmas was. movie. I would have liked that. I liked it. It has so Mel Jim Carrey was originally going to be Buddy. And John Cena. I like the Santa Claus much better. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, next week. Carly, so oh. please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Tony posted the picture of the terrible kiss in Jack Frost 2 for everyone to enjoy. Looks like oh the same one from Beetlejuice. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast. You can email Unmovie Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is. And tune in next week. On the podcast for Lane's pick. This is hard because I had decided on a movie and now I don't want to do that movie. So I am going to do in celebration of the new year. I'm going to do Flash Gordon. Oh, shit. He's America. Aww. We're going to have a hard Flash time. Flash 
score. Um, did you do any research on how hard it is to find a movie? Because you don't want to just pick a movie because then you can't. This is the Cannonball oh. Run. Oh no! <laughs> it might be true. Because yeah, it's like, right. okay, well, we we don't have that. We might be renting this shit this on is, YouTube. This is when we need um, Tony's fancy new TV that you just put in the movie well. and it tells you where to find it. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's it has a button you can just tell it, find this movie, and it will do it. Um, they don't always not available. Yeah. This also was the it's, first movie I ever saw. Flash Gordon? What? It's either Flash Gordon or Popeye. This when we record, movies. it will be the most recent movie I ever saw, but <laughs> I have never it seen it. Like, <laughs> it looks like it's available on Prime Video. For free? Uh, no. <laughs> it's on Voodoo. God, seven bucks? Seven bucks? Yeah. Fuck you, you're paying for that now. <laughs> Yeah. Why is it have, seven bucks? We have, to have a watch party so we can all watch, a watch it together. Party. <laughs> so huh. we don't all well, hey, pay seven dollars. Stand by to see if, if we can talk Elena out of making me pay seven dollars for the Fine, fine. We won't do Flash Gordon. Oh, well, oh. suck. I hate you. Let's do Flash Gordon. Uh-huh. Tony's on my time. Ready to pay us? Well, stand by to see what happens. Flash 